Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another, uh, what's the morning for us, a session at Breakthrough Academy. Uh, I'm Joshua Doby, and I'm here with... Jay, and I'm Pastor Peter from Breakthrough Church here in the eastern part of Melbourne, and we are so thrilled that you can join us for Breakthrough Academy. Yeah, it's good, and, to, good to be back again. And um, I can actually pop up, uh, we haven't done this for a while, this is a, we have a logo for the Academy, which is significant, all right? It, it's... It, it, it represents things that are close to our heart, why we do Academy. So let me just quickly go. You can see, and guys, what's, what's the outside? The that outside. is a Bible, if I'm not mistaken. If yeah. I remember correctly. That's right. It's been a long time. It's a Bible. It represents that the Breakthrough Academy is about the Bible. Um, that's where we get our inspiration. That's where we get our teaching. That's where we turn to. And the Bible is that which nourishes us and equips us for every service in every area. So this is all about Bible teaching. So if you... Um, we're just wanting some good advice. You're not going to get it here. You'll get good advice, but it'll be Bible advice. Mm. If you want to um, dig deep into where the Word of God says things and what it really says and, and, and what it impacts us today, that's what we're doing. Mm. But the second thing is in the middle is... A mountain. A mountain. Mm. Can you guys remember why a mountain? If I'm... Go ahead, go ahead. If I'm not mistaken, it's because... Uh, the Bible gives us the faith to move mountains. That's right. Mountain moving faith. Mountain moving faith. Yeah. Jesus good. says, if you have faith, you will be able to move mountains. I was mountain. very nervous saying that. <laughs> I was like, I'm 95% sure, but I do not <laughs> the want to. The first couple of times that you would ask me, I'm like, I think it's the right I answer. It's the answer. <laughs> it sounds like the right answer. And so it's on purpose because mm. we are studying the Word of God in yeah. a way that builds us to have mountain moving faith. Mm. All right, this is if you've come here to get some academic instruction and feed your mind, mm. well, that's what not what you're going to get. This is mm. going to challenge your spirit, grow your spirit, and feed your thinking because it renews our mind, mm. but to the point where you go away, yeah. big faith, ready and, and equipped to do things for God. Mm. It's not an academic exercise. We will not lean into that side in the teaching, but we will lean heavily into teaching that stirs mm, and inspires good. faith. So that's what Breakthrough Academy is all about. Awesome. Mm. So we have come to the topic of Jesus this year. Um, exciting. Everyone, you know, how can you be upset about saying Jesus? <laughs> no. But the way we're seeking to do it is a way that will really open our hearts. Um, yeah. Jay and I, Jay is my son. Mm. Um, Josh is my son in God, but uh, yeah, <laughs> my son in the Lord. Um, and you know, but Jay, we were driving here this morning, and mm. Jay said, you know, what, you know, what, "What's your aim and your purpose?" And I said, "I was actually just thinking that. I was just sort of meditating. What, what am I seeking to do? Um, what I really, what my goal is that people go away, not just having learned about Jesus, mm. but having learned a way of looking at the Gospels and understanding the the, the Word of God in such a way that their life from now on is their, a discovery of Jesus. Yeah. It, mm, it helps good. you to, to know and understand Jesus. I'm not planning to teach you everything I you know, I even know, even I know about Jesus. That's not my aim. My aim is to um, provide a framework for you that you can understand who Jesus is better and engage with him through the word of God mm. in a more meaningful way and a richer way. And so that as we go from here, you will... Um, you will, you will not just say, "Oh, this is what I learned at Bible Breakthrough Academy." Yeah. It'll be like, "Ah, I want to read the Gospels myself." Yeah, so yeah we, that's good. We stopped at chapter seven. I want to read chapter eight, and when I read chapter eight, it, 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 I'm really getting something out. I, of I it. love that it, it, you're teaching it in a way that it empowers us to go beyond, go further, even to what is here. As, mm, as, that's you know, it. to our, it's to enrich and empower our lives. Yeah. So it's not just, "Oh, Pastor Peter said this, and Pastor Peter said that." And oh yeah, I believe that because it's also in the Word, you know. Yeah. So that's 
it's not just intellectual. It's it's, it's doing it in a way which it enriches and changes our lives. Yeah, and I love that it's not just enriching our lives here. It's also enriching all of your lives. So good morning to everyone joining us yeah. online yeah. as well. Good morning to you, Joe, Cam, Brooke. Uh, Christine, Judith, everyone is joining us online. If you are joining us online right now, why don't you, why don't you pop a comment down below? Yeah, I, I would we love, love to see that. And more than anything, I love that in Academy, this really is, it's a virtual classroom more than anything. Pastor Peter here is such a gift in teaching. Mm. And this is a virtual classroom. And like any class I've ever been in, in any uni set, setting or any school setting, setting ever, they always say, you'll learn just as much off each other as you do off a teacher. Yeah. So one of the things I love about Academy is some of the greatest insights I've got have been from people commenting below their thoughts or yeah. asking questions or, you know, providing their experience or their thoughts and stuff. So make sure you comment below what you're thinking, how, if there's a question that comes up, throw it in the comments. We yeah. can see it here. We'd love to be answering those. We'd love to see you guys chatting away if you have experiences in this or if you yeah. have, you know, thoughts or things that God has... Uh, shown you about the scriptures or the topics we're discussing today, be commenting that below because we love to see what God is doing mm. through all of you. And as, as usual, mm. you are always welcome to be here in That's person. It. That's good. Uh, yeah. Cam is in here in person mm. behind the camera doing some uh, tech operation. We appreciate that. Um, but you are always welcome to be here in person. The doors are open. So, yeah. so let's dive into it. We, we, we gave a, an introduction mm. last week more about why we're studying Jesus the purpose mm. and then we started the, the conversation about this the, the idea of a um, uh, a mosaic yeah now just remember you can go to our website uh, the notes ah oh, yes um, let's do this let's see Amazon no we don't want to go to Amazon <laughs> I think it's opened the page before sorry if you're looking for the mosaic yeah it's All right, so that'll, that's good that we've got it open. So you can see, you say, well, that looks like just like a mess. Mm. That doesn't look like, um, but I think if I turn my around this way, it does. That's good. Yeah, there we are. That was just showing a part before. Yeah, I, think. I, I was trying. To, I thought I was looking at right, a so, or something. And um, if you zoom in, it's actually a number of single individual photos. Mm. Just a lot of um, I don't know where they've got the photos from, um, but they've. Obviously, I'm guessing using a computer mm. to sort of mm. work out which photos go where. And then if you put them all together and step back, yeah. you get this, oh, that's Jesus. Um, so I want us to take that approach to um, looking at the Gospels and looking mm. at the life of Jesus. You, you jump in. Um, sometimes you try and look at things and you see Jesus in light of everything else. And yeah. we will talk about that. It is important to keep things in context and, and the, mm. the bigger picture of what Jesus was here for and where he'd come from, where he was going, what he was facing. But sometimes it's good just to also just look at individual stories. Yeah, that's true. And then just be confronted. What was Jesus like in that story? What, yeah. How did he behave? What did he do? Let's just stop and just, as if that's the only bit of information we've yeah, got about Jesus. Good. Let's dig everything we can. And you might say, well, well I, I might get the wrong impression. Yes, you do sometimes. Um, sometimes if you're just looking very narrow, um, you don't get a nuance or you don't, get a, yeah. a, you, know, you don't quite get something right. Um, in fact, there's an example of this um, uh, in the book of John. Uh, let me see. When he was doing... oh, early on, 
started off well. <laughs> John chapter 2, I think. There we that's, go. That's, that's, um... We've got a reference. No, there. no, no, we don't. No, we don't. Um, John, John was baptizing... We've been um, we've been referencing John a lot in um, yes. a lot of our a lot of our different circles and groups. That's it. I feel like I'm starting to get, get the mix like, up. Know John as a person, you know. That's what I mean? it. Pastor did a really good series <laughs> yeah. on the good series on John at um, at church at the end of last year. In our life, group. in our life group, he's been teaching us from first one John, uh, first John. Now here we're learning a bit from the book of John. So yeah, and I was actually I was actually at the right passage, but I. I didn't look familiar, and then it was... Oh, it is. So it's John chapter 3 mm. and verse 22. Come out of the way here. All right. So what I'm looking at here is the fact that sometimes you do dive in, you get a little bit of a wrong impression. Yeah. Mm. All right? You can make a mistake. Uh, and so verse 22, um, we'll do it the New England trailer. After this, Jesus and his disciples came to the Judean territory, and there he spent time with them and was baptizing. Yeah. So they were baptizing when they came yeah. in this area. Um, and it says John, who John, that's John mm. the Baptist, not mm. John who was writing this, yep. um, was also baptizing at this place, Aeon near Salim, because water was plentiful there. I love that. Why was he baptizing yeah. there? Because there was a lot of water. That's where the water's at. John, there's a lot of, um, not, there's not the references to John the Baptist um, in the book of John mm. as being in the desert, but if you look at Matthew, Mark, and Luke, they all reference the fact that John was in the desert, came out of the desert. Mm. Um, Jesus said, when you went out to the desert to see John, what did you expect to see? John, yeah. he was sort of a, he, he was not a minister known for being in the, in the towns and the cities. He was out in the wilderness, yeah. in, the, in the desert. And um, it's funny, just think about it. He's John the Baptist and his ministry is out in, in the, the desert. desert. <laughs> <laughs> Probably never thought of it like that. No. Uh, that's not very practical. You haven't really done it. So why was he ministering here? Because there was water here. <laughs> so it's just like the most... Sometimes, why did you go there? Because that's where the water was. That's, that's mm. where the people were. That's what I was doing. Mm. Um, sometimes we say, oh, you know, did John John go there because the Holy Spirit had guided him and directed him and God had told him yeah. an angel? Go. Yeah, sometimes we need to be where God tells us to be, and Jesus did that. Mm. But sometimes it's just because that's where the water is. Yeah. So if you read that in the Bible, like, oh, they must have just been being led by the Spirit the whole time. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. They were just there because no, no, there was water. There was water there. <laughs> so, but, okay, but the, you went back. So verse 1 is, of a, um, first in this passage, verse 22, um, where, wh- who was baptizing? Uh, Jesus, Jesus and so, Jesus. so who, who was baptizing in this verse? Jesus, Jesus and, and his disciples. And his disciples. Mm. All right, that's that's the inference. So if we just looked at that little block, you would see um, Jesus and mm. his disciples. Mm. So baptizing, and and you lock that in because that's the only information and that's the only place you have. Yeah. Mm. Interesting enough, you you drop down to um, chapter four, verse one. When Jesus knew that the Pharisees had heard that he was winning and baptizing more disciples than John, so it's like mm. the Pharisees are comparing, and yeah, oh, Jesus' yeah. ministry is going up, and John's they're taking notes, and mm. and it says, although verse two, Jesus himself was not baptizing, but his but his disciples were. Yeah, okay. So he said, I, but actually, Jesus wasn't actually doing mm. any baptizing. It was the disciples. So mm. when it was said, when it said Jesus and his disciples were baptizing, yeah. Well, we just meant Jesus and his disciples, but the disciples the were the ones, ones baptizing. Yeah. But 
if we just looked at that little narrow window, yeah. mm. we might get a little bit of misunderstanding. Yeah. yeah. Because we need this little paraphrase and this little, mm. you know, little little side note to to understand to it. Understand it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and it's almost like <laughs> he's. John's writing goes, oh, when I said that, people might think Jesus was baptizing. So I'll just, I'm, I'm not meaning he was doing the yeah, baptizing yeah. here. Yeah. So it's like, I'm almost correcting a misunderstanding you might have got from reading that earlier. Yeah, mm. yeah. Right? Mm. So it's like, oh, just, just, just so you know, the, mm. Jesus actually didn't do the baptizing. Now to John, he all, they all knew that because yeah. when they were with him, Jesus didn't do the baptizing. So when he wrote Jesus and his disciples were baptizing, John knew. Yeah. We, we were doing the baptizing. Jesus actually mm. didn't do any baptizing. And, and, but he, just, he didn't feel the need to share that. Mm. But here he goes, oh, I'm, I should probably clarify that. Mm. So when you just dive deep, you do have a danger of just getting something that's a little bit skew if and not quite yeah. right. Um, but that's the, the power of you, we don't just dive deep and you get all your doctrine and all your go, um, gospel understanding from that little passage. Mm. And that, you know, you don't, no, no, you take that and then you add it to another mosaic. You've yeah. got to add them together. Yeah. And then the overall picture gives you the, 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 the bigger understand. picture of Jesus. Yeah, okay. But so you've, but you've got to dive deep to get the individual colors and, and nuances mm. and, and, and dig into that. Um, so take a passage pull it apart then you take another passage pull it apart and, and go deep into there and then they, they can fit together and get the bigger picture mm. so um, but some people are concerned about when some, sometimes you get into a small passage that Jesus is, is, is awkward or he doesn't do things the way we expect him to do mm. I often use this and I've shared this mm, in the past I love this that I just try and think sometimes if I didn't know how the Bible worked and what mm. was going to happen, what would I do in this situation? Yeah. Sometimes it's actually very hard to do that because I already know what Jesus would do. Yeah, okay. and I'm and so I'm sort of swayed. Well, I just do what Jesus would do. You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've already you know naturally. I already know which way it's going to go. But mm. if I if I actually tried to be as honest to myself, and mm. the reason I do that is if that will confront and show misthinking and, and, mm. and misdirection that I've got in my own life. Ah, oh, you know, to be honest, that's not how I would do things. That's mm. not how I would go about. That's yeah. not what I would say. That's not what, in fact, I would be embarrassed mm. by you, Jesus. Mm. I would feel, Jesus, what in the world are you doing? That shows me if I'm embarrassed by him, if I'm shocked mm. by him, if I'm disturbed by him, that's things in my life. Now, there's two things. I'm either not really understanding what he's doing, yeah. And I'm thinking, you know, it looks like you're being harsh when actually you're being very kind. Yeah. Um, and also it means that there's a good chance that I've got expectations about how life should be lived. And Jesus is not fitting into that. Mm. But because he's Jesus, often I just smooth over it. Um, but the danger is that when I come into my real life, yeah. I've got to be saying, if I want to be Jesus and mm. I want to take the ministry of Jesus, yeah. these attitudes are going to clash and yeah. they will... They will trump my mm. desire to be like Jesus because I'm like I'm not going to do that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. I'm mm. not going to be. I'm not going to go like that. <laughs> why? Why would I? Why would I? Why would I act like that? Um, mm. And I remember years ago, um, I, we'd been I'd been studying, you know, Jesus mm. with the Syrophoenician woman, and she'd been crying out, "Son of David, have mercy!" You know, not Son of David. Yeah, she was saying, "My daughter's cruelly possessed, mm. demon says, come and free her," and he didn't say anything. And um, I was talking, you know, just, uh, someone came up and I was talking to someone and they said, oh, I could never do that. Mm. Like talking about, you know, I could never ignore. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember on purpose, actually, the Holy Spirit was like listening, like, well, what are you going to say? Are you going to say the same? I could never do that. Mm. You know what I mean? And I said, oh, I could. 
even though I knew at that time, you could it probably wouldn't be what I would naturally say. Mm. But I was actually speaking and aligning myself yeah, to say, true. if that's what Jesus did, well, I could do it because that's I'm going. I'm coming like mm. him, and mm. that's. And I'm not just going to do it because, well, I'm just going to echo him and copy him. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to do it because the same spirit that's in Jesus, the Holy Spirit who was guiding him, mm. is in me. And yeah. I'm going to, and the same, I'm, I'm renewing my mind. So I'm going to look at circumstances the same as he yeah, looks at them. Yeah. I'm becoming more like him, whereas his behavior mm. is going to become my behavior. Mm, that's good. So, and you might say, oh, I could never do that. Well, don't say that. Just say, well, Thank you, Jesus. I, that is who I'm becoming. That's mm. who I am. But I need to recognize that immediately. I could never do that because I'm saying, well, that, if I'm in that situation, I'm not going to do it naturally. Mm. And if I feel the Holy Spirit, I'm, like, I'm not going to do that. So I have purposely read and trained and, I'm, and said, Holy Spirit, mm. show me what my, what my thinking process is, where it's mm. wrong. So I can actually start to renew the way I think yeah, about good. this. So I look at this, and I and I now look at that passage, and I say, "Wow, Jesus was just the expert in that yeah. situation. He's I would just I just want to be like him. I want to be able to say that. I want to be able to, and, you know, because that that's the way he does things. And and look then that. So I think that's actually really powerful what you said there. And I think it's something I've been thinking a lot about, like last little bit, like I've been thinking a bit about uh, like this concept of Jesus and a bunch of different things and the walk of following Jesus and stuff is that that concept of the power of being like self-aware. Yeah. And I think it's really a very under understated input. There's, there's a lot of importance on that is important. Cause like you look at so many things that Jesus like so many things that we have to do. It starts with that step of being like self-aware of that realization. Cause without that, it really does hinder a lot of what you can do. And like what you said there, it's like, oh, you know, I, um, you're like, oh, in reality, you actually, you think differently to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. But, it's like, but unless you're actually able to admit that and able to yeah. come to that yeah. awareness, you're, we don't, as Christians, in, as Christians, we're like, internally, we don't want to say, oh, I'd think differently to Jesus. But it's like, the reality is a lot of the time we yeah. do. Mm. And I think until you can actually come to that point, you actually can't find the help because it's once you discover that is when when you come to that realization that's where you can get the help. And the the thing about I think we don't really take in a lot is that you know a lot of this like faith isn't the absence of fear. Faith is the overcoming of fear. Yeah. And it's like often the following Jesus isn't the absence of a sinful way. It's the overcoming of yeah. It isn't the absence of flesh. It's the overcoming of our flesh. And it's like when we can become self aware and say no, this is how I think. Yeah. It's not then just on us to think the other way. It's us saying, Holy Spirit, can you renew my mind and make me think yeah. like Jesus? But we can't say that if we're not willing to actually admit, this is where I'm, this is my starting yeah. point. If you can't find your starting point, it's following Jesus is way easier when you're able to really clearly and humbly admit your starting point. Until you can do that, it becomes a lot more challenging because you're constantly facing roadblocks that you don't think you mm. should be facing. So you're pretending they're not there and yeah. you're looking for roadblocks that aren't there, etc. One of the keys there is that um, I I need what, what's my what's my initial response there is I actually need to repent. Mm. Yeah, I need that's to it. repent because yeah. repentance is a changing of the way we think and approach things mm. and saying God, that's not the way you do things. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm actually I'm doing things that are different to you. Mm. Therefore, that's wrong. And I need repentance is the process of bringing that and getting cleansing from it. So mm. I'm not walking in guilt. I'm not saying oh I'm just a horrible mm. sinner. And I mm. I can't get this. Stuff. No, I, I'm not walking like that. But I'm getting a cleansing and a renewing yeah. because I'm, I'm saying 
that's wrong. One of the things is that sometimes we say, well, that's what Jesus is like, mm. and this is what we're like, and we all laugh and smile mm. and say, you know, he's, he's the really weird one, and mm. we're the normal ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're, we're, you know, it's quite normal. Like, okay, uh, uh, Peter, got, Peter walked on the water. Mm. He looked around and he saw the wind and waves and began to sink. Yeah. He became, became fearful mm. and his faith dim, diminished. diminished because he was looking at the wind and the waves. Mm. All right, we can all say, well, that's quite normal. Mm. That's quite normal for it to be scared of wind and waves. Yeah. If, yeah. You're, if you're walking on the, if you're out on the water mm. and you see the wind and the waves, it's, that's normal. I think mm. it goes to a new level. Yeah. As opposed to watching it or being on a boat yeah. and then walking on it. Yeah. And then like, <laughs> and then seeing this wind and waves. Who wouldn't be scared? Totally. Yeah. Who wouldn't be? And, and you know, mm. here, that's in other words, way. it's just that's what I'd be weird. I'd be weird if I wasn't scared. Yeah, that's it. All right. Now, when Jesus confronted him, he said, you know, why do you have such little faith? Mm. And in other words, Jesus is walking on it. He's not, oh, I'm so weird. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I should be afraid of the wind and the waves. Yeah. He's like, this is normal. Yeah. This is normal. So sometimes, unless we repent, we sort of treat it, well, it's sort of cute the way I think because that's the that's that's the reality. <laughs> that's yeah. the reality. That's the night. That's the way everyone thinks, mm. and we all yeah you know, yeah. That's good. Th- this is like uh, this is like some strange exception that I'm trying to embrace, mm. and I've got to see it like no no the way Jesus did it is actually normal, and I'm in the broken mm. part. Mm. I'm yeah. in the I'm in the I'm in the damaged part of thinking. Mm. I'm doing things to not trust God is a damaged. Mm. Result, right? yeah. even though it's common, yeah, and even though it feels very natural to me, mm. it's actually broken and damaged. Mm. We are designed and built to to trust in God. Mm. It's quite it's that's the normal. It's normal mm. for us to be in fellowship with God. It's um, can I can I just show you a scripture that um, I heard many many years ago, and mm. it's like oh I thought that's cute, but it's it's I think it's probably more than cute. It's I think it's quite interesting mm. and relevant. Um, God said on the mm. fourth day, um, let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures and let the birds fly above the earth um, across the expanse. So God created the sea and the, and the animals. And then God said, bless them, be fruitful. And then on the fifth day, God said, let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, cattle, da, da, da. So when God is creating, and um, if you um, come on Sunday, mm. I will show you that it's actually Jesus doing the speaking. Mm. All right, the Bible is mm. very clear. Who did this? Jesus. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Mm. Um, I, I, I'm sort of thinking, what's it like to sit next to the person like John did, mm. who actually they spoke and created the heavens yeah. and earth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I never thought of it. You know, I'm with Jesus. I know he's the Son of God, but actually, sort of, the, um, yeah. I'm sitting next to the yeah. one who spoke. Mm. And now he's speaking yeah, to that's me. Cool. Yeah, that's he, amazing. He spoke, and all this happened. Mm. Now he's speaking, he's speaking to me. To me mm. yeah. And you think, oh, is that awesome? When well, he's speaking to you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We mm. can't see him, but he's. Yeah. You know, mm. all right? That's true. Um, so Jesus is doing the speaking. Yeah. I'll, I'll go on, on Sundays, possibly. If we go so be there on Sunday. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about how awesome, our Sunday messages are on how awesome Jesus is and. What he's and, I'm, and my plan is to speak on he's awesome, the things he said because he said things mm. that were awesome. He, did, he actually said awesome things. That's why he's awesome. Um, and part of that is he said things that made the world exist. Mm. <laughs> yeah. All right. But look at how who he said it to. Mm. Um, 
So he said, God said, let the waters. So he spoke to the waters. Mm. Um, let the birds fly above the earth in the expanse of the sky. So he's actually naming the places and then, mm. and then those animals out of that place. So um, fish love the water. Yeah. They were created. God spoke to the waters and then fish in the waters. Sky, birds fly. You know, you look at them flying. They're just so comfortable and natural up there. When God was creating us, what did he speak to? Mm. All right. And God made the animals. Then verse 26. Then God said, let us make humankind mm. in our image. Yeah. He spoke to himself. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he speaks to the land and animals come that are, uh, they're, they're, you know, they live on the mm. land. He speaks to the water. He speaks to the sky. That's where they come from. When he's going to make man, he speaks to himself. Mm. We are the atmosphere. Uh, sorry, God is the atmosphere that we are designed to live in. Yeah, that's cool. That's All right, so we, we, we're meant to. We're meant to. You know, that's that's our space. Yeah, mm. to be in in God's place, and and so that's when um, God was in the garden, and He would walk and talk with man. Do you know what I mean? And that was like being in God's presence is what man was designed for. Yeah. That's what we planned. But then they broke that through rebellion mm. and then they, they were kicked out of the garden. Mm. And, and, and what has God, through Jesus, done? Mm. Restored fellowship. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And so in, in the book of Hebrews, um, yeah, let's actually look at it because it's pretty cool. Um, Hebrews 10. Have we got the time? We can go. We yeah. can do it. Um, let us draw near with sincere heart in the full assurance, in the, in the assurance that faith brings, because we have had our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience mm. and our bodies washed in pure. Mm. So let us now, it's like we can draw near. Yeah. No more, yeah. No, you know, no more tabernacle with the mm. don't go in, don't go in. If you yeah. go in, you die. Yeah. yeah. You know, they used to have bells around the, 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 the um, edges of the garments of the priests and they went in. And there was a reason for that. They, put a, they used to tie a cord around oh. his waist and he would go in and they'd listen for the bells. If the bells stopped, it meant he'd gone in and in an unworthy fashion mm. and he could be dead in there. Now, if someone's gone in an unworthy fashion and died, no one's going in to get him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you go. Hey, you go. <laughs> and so what they did is they listened. If the bells stopped, tink, mm. uh-oh, they can pull the rope and pull them back out. Yeah. It's like, well, no, I was just standing still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give me a second. Will you? <laughs> Give me a moment. Um, but it showed the the uh, um, you know, and I'm not sure that's that that wasn't necessarily what God wanted. I'm just saying yeah. that's, that's how they were thinking, yeah. you know. Because don't touch, don't come near to God. You know, don't, um, when Moses said, "I want to see you," so well, you can just can mm. sort of see my glory pass mm. you by. Yeah, and then we were created to be in that presence, but we're broken. We don't mm. do it. But then Jesus has restored that, and mm. He says now. We, with full confidence, we come in and we yeah. we can enter in. And he says, you can call, you, you know, I'm going to put the spirit in uh, of the son in mm. your heart so you can go, Abba, dear daddy, mm. you know, my father, I can I can relate mm. to you as a, a true son. You know, we're restored mm. into that sort of relationship. That's what we were designed for. Mm. Yeah. So if we have thoughts of fear mm. and, oh, you know, hesitation to do something that God has said or, or some sort of... That's not the way I would do it. Mm. That's showing our brokenness and where we have fallen. Mm. This is not the normal that we want to judge. Like yeah. yeah, we don't want to look at Jesus and say you're you're exceptional, you're strange, you're that new sort of you're, mm. you're you do things. And here here we are with all humanity. Mm. We're the normal ones. Mm. Yeah, 
He actually is the one normal one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> All right. When we study yeah, Jesus, really we're studying the normal one. Mm. It's like we're studying the, the uh, you know, the template of what God intended our lives to be initially yeah. in the garden, and then obviously what was broken due to sin. But it's like, it's like everything. <coughs> pardon me. Everything Jesus did is what God intended. Like not obviously the um like yeah. like the um. The, the sac- taking of the sin and the sac- sacrifice, sac- obviously, because that, that was the, the other aspect. But in terms of his walking yeah. life yeah. on earth, it's like that's what he intended our lives to be and how he intended us to walk and move in our day-to-day and, and, lives. And that's why he did it fully under the power and help of the Holy Spirit. Because mm. he's given us everything he... Because if he came and lived out of his own glory... Yeah. Hmm. All right. We, we, it's like, well, that's amazing. But he didn't. He put aside his own glory and became a man, mm. lived Fully under the help and enablement of the Holy Spirit. Mm. How did he walk righteous? He just lent into the Holy Spirit. Mm. How did he say the right things? He lent into the Holy Spirit. Mm. How did he go and be at the right places? He lent into the Holy Spirit. How did he mm. How did he keep a life where he didn't give in to temptation? He did it by the power of the Holy Spirit in him. So he showed, and this is the most amazing mm. thing, he showed Adam and Eve it could be done. Yeah. Mm. You know, sinning was not inevitable. Because he showed that as the you know you could do it, but you guys didn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you, but now now sin is inevitable to yeah, us. Yeah, totally. Because we we're born into the Adam line with that brokenness, mm. so it's just natural from from a child up. We we, we lean into selfishness in the flesh, mm. and so Jesus has got to come, but he puts the seed in our hearts, and so that we can from the inside out. Mm. So what I'm talking about is not a what would Jesus do type mentality. I know there's a, a big mm. um, industry around that and you know praise God people trying to be more like Jesus. How can it go wrong? Mm. But you don't want to try and do uh, I, I watch what you do and then I try and, and imitate it. Yeah. yeah. Now it says be imitators of God. Yeah. As dear sons. Mm. Book of Ephesians. Be imitated as sons. Mm-hmm. So it's not an imitation as I'm just copying someone. Yes. It's, it's, oh, this is my inheritance. This is who I am. Mm. I've got the same DNA. I mean, so I'm learning what it's like to live this mm. life because that's who I am. It's so like you're not imitating the, um, I'm a big basketball dude. But anyway, yeah. like, I'm going to most, most people, if you hear me speak for more than five minutes, you know that. But um, it's like, there's two ways you could try and learn off a great basketball. Like if I was wanting to learn off someone like LeBron James when I'm playing, so I'm yeah. going for testing. I can either watch what he does and try and copy the exact moves and like and I've yeah. done that, I'll watch it on YouTube, like, yep, okay. Pivot foot there, drive one yeah. dribble between like like copy the yeah. move. Or there's the point of just watching him play over and over until I start to copy his thoughts. Yeah. And you start to co- see you start- see his thought pattern and see his the way he processes the game and it's like, okay, this is what he's looking for. Oh, now I'll see LeBron get the ball and I can sort of guess exactly what he plays because I've just watched him play over yeah. and over. It's my favorite team, the Lakers. Yeah. It's like, okay, I've now learnt how he thinks. And it's like, I feel like that's what he was saying. was like, in, imitate, yeah. imitate, be imitators of God as his sons. He's saying, don't copy the moves. Yeah. Learn the thought patterns. It's like, copy, yeah. copy, and- copy my way of life. Imitate the way I think, imitate the way I lean into the Holy Spirit, and like imitate and those that, things. And that's probably the key. Is like, oh, the, he's doing that by leaning into the Spirit. So I'm not just trying to imitate like the actions. No, I'm yeah. trying. I'm yeah. catching. This is how he does it, and I'm leaning in. And when I learn how, and when I learn that. why he does something, yeah. you know, then I I learn. If I learn why and how, then I'll naturally be doing yeah. what he to did. Do. He did it in a way that it is mm. attainable. Yeah. for us. 
mm. so you like what yeah. you can say. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, the danger mm. is if you just say, oh, Jesus did that, well, I'll try and do that. Mm. Um, no, no, what you've got to do is, hey, no, I've got to, I've got to get into the Holy Spirit here. Mm. And if I'm thinking different, I've got to repent. I've got to say, mm. my way of doing this, and even if it's, make, my way makes mm. me more comfortable with everyone around me. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Everyone else feels more comfortable. You start being like Jesus, you make people uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, that's you know, good. You, as much as you say, well, <laughs> being like Jesus, everyone loved being like Jesus. Well, we'll just have a look at that. Yeah. How did that go down? Um, it, it wasn't always the case. Yeah. Right at the end, they, they very much well, like because, a lot yeah, of them. Because it, it conflicts, it conflicts mm. with the flesh. Mm. Yeah. And um, so I, I've got to say, well, if, if there's a conflict there, I've got to repent of that and mm. allow that to be washed out of me yeah. and cleansed so I can lean into that. Right, mm. so let's, let's sort of... I'm, I'm going to use this, the book of John, as a bit of a... Let's do a mosaic sort of walkthrough. Mm. That's good. Um, but, and what I want to do is use the book of John to use a particular... Um, aspect of how we study and we, we referred to this last mm. week at the end where we I said looking at things in terms of location um, mm. uh, I'm just looking at some comments here uh, you have to understand how LeBron thinks or be able to copy his moves <laughs> give it time that's a good and powerful example. I don't want to just copy what God does. I want to understand how he thinks. That's oh, she followed it up with yes. that. With a nice one. Yeah, with a powerful truth. She felt bad. Um, the, um, one thing I want us to do is sort of be able to see the life of Jesus, understand that, yeah. and appreciate what he was going through, why he was doing things, mm. so that we can then say, oh, how would I behave in that situation? What would, how would that affect me? When there's a clash, I can repent and I can say, let me now think like mm. this. I'm, I'm trying to get inside what he's doing. And in order to do that, I've mm. got to understand some of the struggles and the pressures he was facing, mm. understand what he was doing, what he was trying to achieve, because that helps me to sort mm. of really work out. As opposed to just reading a story and just letting it flow in front of you yeah. and not really trying to understand it too much. Yeah. It's sort of say you, you sort of enjoy the story and mm. you love Jesus, but without doing that. And one of the things mm. for that I found is that um, it really helped to understand where Jesus was doing things mm. and a little bit about what was happening because the locations were actually um, anchor points for what he would do at a certain place. Then he'd move here and he'd change. Then he'd move back here, and so the, the where he was was actually. Um, having a great impact on what he was doing. But mm. because the names and the places are unfamiliar to mm. me, I don't actually really have much of an appreciation to that. And so I just read that and it just mm. I, I just hear place. Uh, mm. I don't know whether you've ever done that. I've read a novel and it's based in some, you know, mm. um, some city in Europe mm. and it says, you know, we passed the plaza and we went down there. And, oh, yeah, 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 plaza, street, yeah. you know, across the river. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. I, sure, just, I, I just we're in a different place now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, just, okay, we're not in the city anymore. He's out where fields are. That's all I need to know. I don't yeah. really know. And then I've read a novel that was based in Melbourne mm. and it was just really weird. Because he's talking about going down Burwood Highway. Yeah. Like in a novel. I'm like, people don't write novels about Melbourne. <laughs> you know, you're in New York, you're in Paris, you're, yeah. you know, yeah. you're in some obscure place. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> but he was writing about Melbourne mm. and he was writing about suburbs that were, you know, drove to Box Hill. Yeah. And, his own, and these, like, and anyone watching from America, I'm sorry, you know, that means nothing to you. Exactly. But uh, it, how do you think we feel watching all your movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get in our world for a little bit, you know. Um, it would it just change it because I was actually mm. seeing the streets and imagining, understanding the distances. Yeah. You know, yeah. it, it just put that whole thing in different perspective. Um, I imagine it's a bit like if like when me and Dad go and see like a Marvel movie together, 
It's like yeah. dad's like, oh, okay, they've gone from alien planet to alien planet. Like, oh no, that's uh, that's the planet that's taken by the Kree. And yeah, yeah. Like I have a Marvel. So like, but it means when they go there, I know. Oh, that means they're going into this culture, this setting. This is this is what's happening. It's like, oh, that's a mining field, mining country. Yeah. That's a this planet, whatever. You know. Yeah. So it means more because I can understand what's yeah. happening and why they're doing things. So we're gonna just take our time, actually walk through the Book of John, doing this mosaic, but looking at a. Um, geography sort mm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So to understand that. So um, I was trying to work. I, mm. If you go in on your on your um, Bible program, you got um, maps. Uh, sorry, not in maps. Um, uh, in Breakthrough Academy, website. that yep. website I showed you before, mm. that you can go into the academy, and you, you, there's a Palestinian map there. Mm. Now my concern is that this is blocking me from looking at website. Mm. And, oh, no, there we go. We're yeah. good. We're back in. All right, so we just go to um, menu mm-hmm. and go life at Breakthrough because Breakthrough Academy is part of the life yeah, we awesome. do at Breakthrough. Yeah. If you want to know, where, where's Breakthrough Academy? What's part of the life thing we do? So our mm. life groups, super kids, we've got all sorts of things happening mm. and we have Breakthrough Academy. Then you can click on Breakthrough Academy and there's my smiling face. Oh, there's my... Serious face. face. There's my serious teaching face. face. There's my teaching, teaching face. And um, a little bit about academy, but down here is some notes, right, for the mm. subject Jesus. I've actually put it there so you can come here and you can click on these things and you can click on this one, which I find very helpful. It's a very simple, basic map of Palestine in the time of Jesus. Yeah. Um, just basically the, little, the areas plus the, the cities. Um, the only thing I realized afterwards, and maybe I should go back and fix this, it's got no scale on it, mm. which is um, a bit annoying because it really does make a difference. So I, I went and worked out from from here mm-hmm. up to here, the Sea of Galilee, 125 kilometers. Okay. So Roughly so, what would that be in like um, Melbourne? Yeah. It, well, if, what if you go from Melbourne to say Geelong, is that... Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe, but yeah, not, yeah, maybe not quite that far. Yeah, yeah I think 125 is just past Geelong. Just past, yeah, yeah. So you got to try and you got to get a phrase, you know, work. But like, the, 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 that's the, basically like where we are breakthrough yeah. to Geelong, more yeah. or less. Now, one of the things is um, okay. we, we sometimes we, we look at things. Distances don't mean as much to us because of the cart. Yeah, you know, so an yeah. hour and a half drive, <laughs> an hour and a half, I can go 125 kilometers. Yeah. So you got to work out how far they, they walked and what they said. From Jerusalem to Galilee was a was what they referred to as like a three day walk. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, so they walked just over say 40 k's, 45 k's a day, which okay, you walk about. That's I, decent. I was yeah. I, I, I people say I I got no how far how I did. No idea how far as fast I work and think walk and thing. So I was on a treadmill and I was monitoring. If I'm walking four k's an hour, I'm very casual. Yeah. If I'm walking five k's, I'm building a little sweat. If I'm walking at six k's an hour, I'm working hard. So, you know, so um, if, if, I'm, walk, if I'm going at seven, walk, I'm running. Mm, All right, yeah. I can't. I can't walk at seven k's an hour. I'm, I'm jogging. Yeah. yeah. So, about, well, you think like the fastest people can run is like four minute. Like, yeah. if you're not like four minute k's, so it's like. Like four minute, to run the fastest a person can run for like a, a short distance would be like 15Ks an hour. So yeah. it's like... Yeah, so so basically worked on that. If you walked mm. at a good healthy pace for five kilometers mm. an hour, you walk for nine hours, mm. you've walked 45Ks. Yeah. You know, and that's, you know, if you stop for lunch, it's got to be 10 hours. So that's a full day. Mm. All right, full day to walk 40, 45Ks. 
Yeah, um, it's a lot of walking. So you've got to do that three times. So mm. I really think that's a better way to view distances mm. because it's more relevant to what they were facing. Yeah, okay. So, you know, so if Jesus said we're going to go from um, Jerusalem to Galilee, there's three days mm. uh, yeah. of solid walking. And they said, we're going back. <laughs> Three days back. Can we just spend yeah. a bit more time? <laughs> yeah. So, and then when you look up to some of the... They must have been really fit. I'm just, mm. just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's just what they, you know, they grew up doing. Yeah. And then if you have... And you'll recognize some of the places like you recognize Cana and, and Capernaum, uh, Bethesda, yep. Tiberias. These are places you possibly have heard. Yeah. Um, so they're, they're sort of similar distances. Um, over here, we'll just move that. Nazareth. Mm. Anyone? That's where he grew cool. up. Yeah. All right. So, um, so if you just look at it in relative terms, you know, to walk from Nazareth over to Capernaum up there, mm-hmm. yeah, it's maybe a day's walk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So maybe not quite a day, you know. But you know, if you're going to go to Capernaum, you're going to take a day out to do it. Yeah. So it gives you a feeling. And then a day to get back. And a day to get back. And um, you know, if I'm going to Canaan, it's a half day. You know. I'm, Few hours up there and a few hours back. Mm. Um, so, just I, I, to me, that's a better way of sort of looking at it because that's what the distances represented to them. Yeah. And if I yeah, that would be like saying like, I'm going to walk from like, the church to Box Hill. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and yeah, so you can walk in there half a day and then you got a half a day to walk back. And, yeah. But we jump in the car. We're we're there in thirty minutes. Yeah. So that to you know, it's it's sort mm. of hard to put those things. So, th- how many days journey is often a way I look at it. Because mm. that's more representative of how it impacted mm. them. Yep. All right. But it's, I want us just to walk through a quick sort of spanner. We're just going to pick up what Jesus was doing, mm. just looking from where he was and what he was doing. Because you'll probably have a lot of familiar stories, but you won't be able to tell me where he was when he did no. that. All mm. right. There's a few that you can. All right. Um, he went to a wedding. And you, and it, because it, yeah, and now even there, okay, he went to a wedding. It says specifically where the wedding was. I'm trying to think. I feel like I should know this. Okay, um, he was born. Bethlehem. Where, where was Bethlehem? Bethlehem. Bethlehem? Down here, all right? So yeah. down here, around near Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. He went into Egypt, he came back, yeah. and they settled where? Where did Jesus grow up? Where was he? Nazareth. Nazareth. Yeah. All right, so we know, we know a few, all right? Yeah. So um, he went back to his hometown to preach. So where would that have been? No, oh, Nazareth. 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 Yeah. All right. Um, so he walked on water. It's going to be somewhere. Which sea? Uh, which sea? Okay. I reckon, Galilee. I reckon from last week you're saying Sea of Galilee. Because I remember last <laughs> I reckon week you Galilee. Yeah. All right. He probably did a few times. Yeah. Did he ever walk down here? Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. Did he walk over here? No. Did he ever go to the Mediterranean? Um, um, you know, so mm. sometimes there's stories and things happen. Where did you feed? Where, where did you feed the five thousand? It said it was on the water, water, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think, I'm, okay. I'm saying yeah. these names are all in there. Yeah, mm. but, means nothing to me. But though. because you've got no anchor points, yeah, they're just they've, they've just filtered through, and okay. but you remember the stories. Mm. You remember the so Jesus went to a wedding, and the the wine gave out. Where was that? Can anyone remember? Come on. Yeah, okay, we've got a few. Cana. Yeah, because yeah, it, that's one of the Help ones. us out, people, she in the Googled comments. It. Yeah, on the, you didn't, without Googling it, and I'm going to guess she didn't Google it, because <laughs> it is one of those, you know, yeah. went to, there was a wedding at Cana. Yeah. It's sort of like, yeah. but if you, could anyone, 
you know, it was always like but, when he said the wedding at Cannes, I'm like, yep. But if he'd also said the wedding at Tiberius, I would be like, yep, the wedding at. Like, because I just, like, it's so, like, they're all names. Bible could, sounding name. It could have well, been wedding at Bible sounding Okay, I would have been able to say a wedding at Cana, but where is Cana? <laughs> uh, that, that I would, you know, you know, it's up here. But, um, I, I, you know, that, that I wouldn't have been able to sort of pinpoint. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, because that part. So no. I, I might. So you might know some names. Mm. Like um, all these, I reckon. Oh, I'll, what? 70, 80% of those I've definitely read. Yeah. You know, in the Bible. And like I recognize them, but like they had me, they mean nothing to me, sort of thing, you know? Yeah. I, and can I say this? I struggle very much when reading about. All right. Here, I struggle very much when reading the letter, of Phil, the letter to Philadelphia, not to think of the city. <laughs> yeah. Like all I can think of is the 76ers. Like every time I read it, I'm like, I have to like tell myself, no, different Philadelphia. Like yeah. Yeah. that's the um, only thing I could ever imagine in my brain. All right. And um, he, he, he ministers to a woman at a well. Where was that? Ah, uh, Samaria. The woman was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Samaria one where they had to, they would normally walk around. Yeah, but he walked through. I was just thinking, it's interesting. We're like, oh, walking through Samaria. That, because that's probably what they're. That's, <laughs> I think like, I finally know what they mean when they say they walk through Samaria and when they go around Samaria. Or, just some area. You know, yes, some area. <laughs> yeah, but like so, suddenly, I'm like, so, so, so but suddenly when I hear them, I'm like, oh, that's probably like a day and a half into their. Christine's like, I didn't go. I was joking, of course. I, I, I trust you. But like, it's interesting when you hear stories like that. Keep, keep all. Actually, bring that story up for like. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just gonna say it's interesting. It's like, oh, when they're talking about like they're going through Samaria, it's like what they I think of like going through Samaria is in like. Yeah, so we're know, talking about John chapter four. John chapter four, where it says like, like, where like find the exact. Um, okay, well, can yeah. I can I say something? Mm. It's in, the interesting thing is the, mm. what he did in the Samaria was a reflection of remember that um, the scripture of baptism. Yeah, it was actually as a result of that. Yeah. All right. Mm. Um, so it was connected okay. to that, and um, but because of the, the, the places and whatever didn't make much, you know, didn't mm. didn't um, didn't impact. Um, mm. So I'm in the New English New English translation. Mm. Um, so they hear he's baptizing, mm. and so left Judea. So he, that. but he and he, he thinks, oh, the Pharisees were giving John a hard time. Mm. I'm not. I don't want to get in this. So I'm going to leave. Mm. And he says he left Judea. So where that was Judea. So uh, yeah, the, the, the south area. I'm going to guess if he's baptizing, would that be there or? Well, be... we we can we can look at that. Dead Sea, isn't that not very salty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Try and push him down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a good place to baptize. Fresh water. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they don't go down. That's true. Um, uh, I learned something this what? morning. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's just John say it. Yeah. Um, John chapter three is where. Um, oh, is it there? It's where. Um, oh, maybe it's earlier. It, it talks about Jesus, it was Bethany, and, and he was baptizing at Bethany. Um, but I miss I'd misread it because um, when you look at Bethany, it's baptizing at Bethany. Bethany's not near the water. Mm. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So, um, I found out that it wasn't, there's two Bethany's in the Bible. Uh-huh. There's that Bethany, which we know about, and, we, and it was later on referred, I think, um, Lazarus, mm. Bethany. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. where that, that's where that's all happening. Um, I, um, I'll just see if I can find it quickly because I've mentioned it now. I'm trying to find where the other Bethany is. Oh, okay, okay. Back to chapter 1, verse 28. Okay. Chapter 1, verse 28. 
Um, so John, John's baptizing. He says, you know, I baptize you with water among you one stands who you do not recognize who's coming after me. I'm not worthy to untie the strap of his sandals. These things happened. Mm. All right. So that's, oh, it's a location. But again, nah, just, yeah. just ignore this part. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. They want to know, but I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I'm not that I don't care. I just no. Me, it's nothing. Okay, to... it says these things happen in Bethany, mm. across the River Jordan, where jo- where okay. John. So I always took it. Oh, these things happen in Bethany. Now it says happen in Bethany that was across the River Jordan. So not that Bethany doesn't fit. No. Ah, dude. It's across the River Jordan, so it must be on this yeah. side of the River Jordan. When it talks about this side, you know, there's the east side, the west side. It talks about this side. Um, and so John was doing it somewhere over here and they don't know the location because there's places that are mentioned in the Bible that do not have, have any, re- um, any other historic. Um, I like this one. This one actually showing um, Shechem and Sychar. Um, you think, well, why do I need to know that? That's actually, I think, where um, uh, the woman with the wish of... Uh, not the wish of, The woman at the well. Yeah. I think that's there. Um, that, I didn't think they knew where that was. But he, he knew. He's put it on the map. Yeah. They, they should have just looked at his map. Um, <laughs> Um, what I'm guessing is that's his best guess, and what people say. But that you know, those pla- that ones, there's some places they're not sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe they maybe they they've been able to locate those ones. But there's other places where it mentions it. Maybe mm. there's a moment where John was baptizing them. Maybe I'm thinking that where they're baptizing John was baptizing them another time, and they they don't really know where that is. Yeah. You know. Um. So. Um. Oh, that might have been where. Um. It says there was a lot of water there. Actually, that, that's probably what I was thinking mm. of there. Um, John the Baptist. Okay, yeah, these ones. Okay, so I'm, I'm, maybe, maybe it's these ones I was more thinking of. John was also baptizing at Aenon near Salim. Aenon near Salim, okay. Can you find it? Uh, oh, no. Yeah, well, they don't know. That's why oh. it's not on there. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> 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 No, I knew it wasn't on there. I was just, you know, gonna guess somewhere along there. Yeah, yeah. somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. Yeah. There. Okay. So there's some. It makes it hard sometimes where yeah. they can't actually identify um, places. Yeah. Um, and some names are very. Uh, I think Aenon means springs, springs of water. So it's like a very generic name mm. that would be. Um, yeah. But they said oh, it could be. Could it? Could it have just been a spring? Well, it was a place they knew. They oh. named and they, they had a location for it. And there are some good guesses. Just but, not, just not a, a certainty. Yeah. Okay. Whereas there's other places they know. They know where Jerusalem is. They know where you know Bethany is. They know where the you mm. know, these places are, because you know Nazareth. They know Nazareth. Mm. They've been able to excavate it and, and work with it. All right. So we're getting a little bit so, and and we we were going for the Samaria. So let's go back a little bit. Let's just walk through some of these places that where Jesus started. I don't know how to do that thing. Yeah, four fingers. Ah. And, uh... <laughs> I just... He tried to twice. I tried to twice. And, and then he says what, what I already knew. I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Thought I'd help you out. Yeah, well, just no, trying, to sw- trying to swing on the... Ba- I can do that one. Yeah. All are right. Ca- are we starting chapter one? Uh, yeah. And there's good. no there's no location. This is a good old, good old John. Um, just starts... Big picture. In the beginning was the Word, and Word was with God. So we're not actually going to take time to... to Go into these things; they're, they're huge. Yeah, um, I'm just sort of he didn't, but he didn't locate it. It just mm. sort of was talking about these people. But I do appreciate in John he does then begin to provide location, which yeah. is important. Um, but there's no, there's no um, here, here, here. You know, we, we know about Beth, we know about Bethlehem not because of John. 
Because of Luke. Yeah, because of Luke. You know, Luke, Luke gives us the history part. We don't, Mark's like, ah, oh, just get straight into the big story. Mark doesn't bother with it. Mm. Um, Matthew would, would include some. Mm. Luke does. Um, Do you, what, all right, you're saying the other night in life, it wasn't... Luke was a historian, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. yeah. Luke, Luke, and Mark weren't apostles. They weren't. Mm. They weren't. They weren't part of the original twelve. You know, some mm. people say, oh, "We've got an eyewitness account." Well, not from Luke and Mark. <laughs> this is not that they're, they're they're quoting eyewitnesses, but they weren't there. Whereas John, John was mm. there, and in his letter, First John, he says, "You know, this is Jesus who I heard. This mm. is Jesus who I you know handled. This is Jesus who I you know I, I saw in the mm. flesh. You know, this I, I was there. I, you know, mm. we, we worked through Matthew." You know, he was the Matthew that was called and, and part of the, the whole thing. He recorded it. You know, um, you know, he he was the one that took the you know the um, um, when we get the, the the Sermon on the Mount. You know, and he recorded it all there and things like that. So, um, you know, little rabbit trail, but I don't want to go down there. You know, you look at the Book of Matthew um, quotations from Isaiah um, about how the Messiah, that the 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 you know the um, mm. Uh, the servant, the, the the chosen servant that Isaiah saw, so significant mm. passages. Matthew is quoting those passages. Mm. I just wonder whether he and Jesus were having discussions about those passages because they sort of come up. Yeah. In, mm. And you know, how did he? You know, where, where did they? You know, yeah. You know, oh, it's just fascinating when you think about you know, yeah. they're actually really there talking to Jesus. And sometimes things I think, oh, they just sort of came to them. I do understand a lot of this. It, they went through it, and then they worked out he was really who he said he was, and he really did mm. this. But I think in the middle of it, they were still getting revelation. They still could have had conversations. Jesus, you know, um, could have said, been "Yeah, it would have been amazing." You know? So we come to John. John does it all different. Yeah. All right. There's um, John. John sort of takes a whole different approach. Um, mm. And one of the things is, it's just all big picture stuff, and he hasn't actually located anything. Yeah. And um, then he talks about, and as far as I can see, the first location is that when John the Baptist comes. Oh, okay. Um, what verse? I can do well, it. Look, look, verse nineteen. Now, this is John's testimony when the Jewish leaders sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem. So they've come from Jerusalem. Okay. All right. Um, Jewish leaders send priests, Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, "Who are you?" Um, he did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. So they, who are you? Are you Elijah? No, I'm not Elijah. Are you the prophet? He said, no. And they said, well, who are you? Tell us so that we can give an answer to those who sent us. Hmm. What do you say about yourself? So I want you to, um, with the map, realize okay. they're coming out of Jerusalem. Mm. Yeah. This is, this is the center of those that are accusing, asking, yep. wanting to know, not wanting to know. They don't don't sound like they're hungry. Oh, tell us so we too can. No, you know, they're follow. already the educated. They're, they're yep. like, well, what are you doing? Who are you? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? Mm. Are you saying you're the Messiah? We need to go back and report this because there's, mm. there's a lot of confusion. We know we we, we mm. we've got no internet mm. at the moment. <laughs> um, we've got to go and do it by mm. word of mouth. So you got to, you got to see Jerusalem is the center of where they came from, and they came to John. Where's John at this time? Well, then it goes on to say um, he explains who he was. You know. Um, he said, I'm, I'm one crying in the wilderness. Um, so, 
Do you see that? I did that. Yeah, you did very well. With I am the voice, the one shouting the wilderness, making straight the way of the Lord. Mm. Um, now, they had been sent from the Pharisees. Mm. All right? That's... They sort of said that earlier, but they hadn't mentioned Pharisees. Mm. So now the he's ones like, who sent us is now sent from the Pharisees. Now he's like, oh, I must, I, I should say they were from the Pharisees. Yeah. A, yeah. a little bit of John, like, I should mention this. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I should mention. Not necessarily <laughs> planned out everything. Yeah, I'm saying they, we need to know the people that we don't like. <laughs> yeah, these have been sent from the Pharisees. So they asked John, why then you're baptizing? Well, you know, if you're not the got these people, he said, well, I'm doing this type of baptism. This one's coming. These things happen in Bethany across the Jordan River. Where John was mm. baptizing, so we we know where Bethany is, but we don't. That's not the Bethany, and that's how you know it's on the other side of the river. That's how you know it's on the other side of the Jordan River is because they're saying they'd come from Jerusalem yeah. to the other side of the. Well, Jordan. they came. They Jerusalem. They came to John, and it says John was doing this at Bethany on the other side of the river. Yeah. Now, so it's like they're saying that there's some, the other somewhere, side of the river, some, somewhere on the other side of this river. Yeah, yeah. This is this. Uh, some of the terminology, other side, you mean this side because this is. The side. The side. Yeah. Um, if you're here, you go up to Jerusalem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though to us we would say go down to Jerusalem. Right, yeah. Everyone went up. Didn't matter that what direction. The, that was the yeah. Jerusalem was Jerusalem's the high point. Ah. Oh. That's where the temple is. So you went up to Jerusalem. Yeah, come, and let, come and let us go up unto the mountain of the it's Lord. Less of a, it's less of a... Like, we see a flat map. For them it would be a... So, like everything comes Circle. around yeah. Jerusalem. Let's, yeah, is the psalm come and let us go up to the mountain of the Lord? Let's go to mm. where God is. Let's go up to the Lord. Mm. And so later on, they said, Jesus said, "Let's go up to Jerusalem." Mm. All right, doesn't mean he was down here. It means he's heading to Jerusalem. Doesn't matter where you are, you would head up. Yeah. All right. And the other side is you're not on this side. <laughs> on the other side, yeah. um, somewhere along that Jordan River, they were doing this. We don't know okay. really where. Um, you know, I thought maybe it meant Bethany in line with Bethany on the other side, but apparently the scholars didn't really even say that was a suggestion. So. Yeah, that was my thought. Mm. I thought when I read, oh, does it does it mean it at the other side? But it's a long way away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's probably too. You know, if you're going to say that, you're going to use a closer village. That one. Yeah, they're literally in line as well. So anyway, it it it, it locates it somewhere along there. They would have recognised it, but that's sort of the first location mm. if you like what i mean yeah so and we're talking about john the baptist here okay um back to the bible uh yes you're just flexing now no, i am um i have found my role <laughs> i know what i'm here to do today um and so then along comes jesus so we're verse 29 on the next day john saw jesus coming to him so we assume that's in the same place mm-hmm. uh, lamb of god so they he baptizes jesus a lot of stuff there that's powerful but we're just looking at location here Mm-hmm. Um, and then Jesus, the next day, John was standing there with two of his disciples. So these are the, John the Baptist with two of his disciples. And he said, that's the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him saying, and so they said, we got to follow Jesus because you've, you've been pointing us to Jesus. This is mm-hmm. what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Jesus turned and saw them following and said, what do you want? And they said, what do you want? <laughs> that's what I wouldn't broach. What do you want? Uh, Rabbi, which is teacher, where are you staying? He said, oh, come and you'll see. Come so they came and saw where he was staying, mm. and they stayed with him that day. It's about 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, obviously, 4 o'clock in the afternoon is not how they would have said it in there. Yep. Um, thankfully, they just translated it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm happy with that. But, uh, if you want to understand stuff like that, go and look at our original one, and we'll talk about how to study the Bible, one of the first mm. academies. The first that was academies. a really good series. Yeah, so that we cover things like that. Um, and then Andrew, the brother of... 
of Simon Peter was one of the two disciples. Ah, so that's how we learned who the two disciples were. <laughs> I like that. He says there's two disciples. Oh, one of them was Andrew. He doesn't, he doesn't really do it in the logic, the order that... <laughs> <laughs> he introduces things that oh, I didn't give you his name, did I? Yeah. <laughs> I better explain that because it won't make sense now I'm if trying, I don't say it. Trying to condense so many thoughts, like <laughs> yeah. oh, and this, yeah. Oh, and uh, this. And so one of the well, I, one of the, well, that's mm. Andrew because now you need to know his name. Um, he was the brother of Simon Peter. Was one of the two disciples heard what John said and followed Jesus. He probably could have put that up there, but now he's got a fit. Yeah. So, I sort of like that about John. Yeah. He, he first found his own brother Simon. And we found out Simon's other name is Peter, but now he's just talking about Simon, and told him we have found the Messiah, which is translated Christ. Um, Andrew brought Simon to Jesus and um, looked at him and said, you are Simon, the son of John. You will be called uh, Cephas, which is translated Peter. So that's how that, 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 you know, a whole lot of things happening there. That John, would that be John the Baptist? No, or? that's a, just, a, just his father's name happened to be John. <laughs> So not John, not John is writing this and not, not John, John the Baptist, Baptist. just another, another John. John. Perfect. Like multiple Johns in the book of John. Go for I discovered John was a very common name back then. <laughs> go, go for it, yeah. Um, and then he calls, um, on the next day, on the next day, Jesus wanted to set out for Galilee. So mm. he said, I want, to, I want to head off to Galilee. Mm. Um, so he found F- Philip and said to him, follow me. <laughs> I'm going to make, okay. I tried to work out what this looks like for me in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, because walking doesn't give me good accurate, but I can drive. How far can I drive in a day? Yeah. Would be... So Canberra? I said Sydney. Sydney. Sydney yeah. is a, yeah. a nine-hour drive. Like mm-hmm. if I'm, I'm, I'm saying they're walking nine hours and then... Yeah. So if, I'm, they're, they're, if they're walking nine hours, I've got to drive nine hours. Yeah. Yeah. All yeah. right? So um, nine hours gets me to, to Sydney. If I stop for two hours, it takes me 11 hours. You know? Yeah. So that's, that's a day. Yeah. I can stop there. Then if I drive up to Brisbane, about the same. Mm-hmm. Then if I drive, getting close to Cairns, Cairns is a little bit further, so yeah. right up, you know, sort of, that's another day, okay? Yeah, you know, Cairns is probably a day and a half, but we'll just sort of, sort of, mm-hmm. I'm about to head up to Cairns, follow me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Oh. So, yeah. Can I? Yeah. So, they're... Starting somewhere around here, yeah. you're guessing. Yeah. And he's saying, I'm going up to Galilee. Yeah. Down. Yeah. Three I'm days. Going down to Gal- I'm going down, down to Galilee. <laughs> three, three days journey. Yeah. Wow. Must have been really compelling, you know. Mm. Lord. So, yeah. Um, and what does it say he was from? It said, if you go back a couple. Um, no, sorry. Ah. Uh, well, it doesn't say. This is. Uh, no, with Philip. Philip. And then he just went out to set out for Galilee. Philip was from Bethsaida. Oh, from okay, there we go. Philip was from which is the town, Bethsaida, of Andrew the town of Andrew and Peter. That's a good clue. Let's have a look. Bethsaida. 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 Was that that one? Oh wow, up there. It's up on the other side. So what's he doing up there? So this is confusing now. Um, wait, wait, that's the that's, that's the saying. That's where they're from. Not where they are. Yeah, not where they are. Where they're from. Uh, Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. So, yeah. And um, so they're... That would probably be like saying Jesus was from Nazareth. Well, they're sort of like... So, the, you know, where, where is this happening? But yeah, So, they're locating. That's where they're from. Yeah. They're following John the Baptist. So, wherever John the Baptist is ministering. John the Baptist is ministering some that way down here. Yeah. So, they're with him. And um, now Jesus is going to Galilee and he gets yeah. them and says, come with me. 
Um, would that be potentially to say like he says and come back towards your well, home? Would that be why they're putting that in, or would that be to say that that's where the, how far they follow? Well, let's just see. Where, let, let's let's just follow. Let's just sort of see what, okay. what, what. Let's just follow the script. Yeah. Um, where are we up to? Yeah. Philip found Nathaniel. Told him we found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and the prophets also wrote about Jesus of Nazareth. So they know that where he's from. Yeah. And the son of Joseph, Nazareth. Or well, can anything good come out of Nazareth? <laughs> <laughs> what a response. Yeah. yeah. As if. Yeah. I, I, I'm trying to think. Okay. Where did um, it come Frankston? Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I thought the same yeah. thing. I thought, you know, what, what's a, you know, yeah. somebody that doesn't have a great reputation. Yeah. Frankston. Okay. Um, I found, I found the prophet from, you know, is, is, you know, Joshua, because that's, you know, how the Yeshua from Frankston. They're like, from Frankston? Frankston. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect anything. I wouldn't expect this to come out of Frankston. Mm. No, it was probably even more, you know, we, yeah. we say that and we sort of, there's a joke in it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But they, he meant it. Yeah, like Nazareth. It's mm. a little hillbilly town. It's a, there's, there's nothing there. There's yeah, no, there's, there's no, nothing significant there. Frankston's big. It's not. A, yeah. It's not surprising if someone from God comes out of Frankston. Yeah, do you know what I mean? I, it's, it's, Peter Nazareth. Mitchell came from Frankston. Yeah, I discovered that yesterday. I was looking at the, Peter the news, Mitchell. The news reader. Newsreader Peter Mitchell. I was reading his Wikipedia. He was born in Frankston. The things I learned on the way home from work. <laughs> so Na- Nazareth, Nazareth. Is um, not recognised as a, a big thing, so we'll, we'll look at that in a minute. You can check, you can uh, fact check that on Wikipedia <laughs> if you like. Then you ask. Either Peter this, I, haven't made this one. I haven't made this one up. I actually read it in Wikipedia. Um, I think the Peter Mitchell or Peter Hitchin. I was looking at where they're both from, and one of them was from Frankston. I think Peter Mitchell, because we were talking about it. Nathaniel asked him, "How do you know me?" And Jesus, before Philip called you, when I when I saw you on the tree, fig tree, I saw you. He goes, "Oh, well, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel." Mm. He said, "Because I told you, I saw you under the tree." Mm. Wow. You'll see a lot better, bigger things than mm. that. Well, I'll tell you all the solemn truth. You will see heaven open and the angels of God descending descending on the Son of Man. Wow, you're going to see some stuff. Mm. You don't need to just hit go on that. All right. Now, on the third day, there was a... On the third day... Why I say third day? Third day of the journey. I'm guessing third day they've got up there. The third, Down there. Third day, there was a wedding at Cana in Galilee. And Jesus' mother was there. So in Cana, where, where, where's his mother from? That's Nazareth. Right. So it's not, it's, it's, it's sort of, you know. Why would, can I ask, do you reckon there's a chance they're traveling from that side by any chance? I know like, obviously, yeah. it's tough to say because Jerusalem is obviously, it would intend that yeah. they'd come from Jerusalem. But if they're saying on their way, on the third day, they went through, it makes me think, are they coming from that way to go through Cana or are they just they're past just- because oh, Galilee's that whole region. Yeah, so Galilee's the pink area. Yeah, so they could be going to anywhere in Galilee. Um, they yeah. could be going to Bethsaida's not in Galilee. Yeah, Bethsaida's in. It's in Trachonitis. Sounds like a, a sounds disease. Like a disease. <laughs> yeah. um, um, Galilee is this area here. But, so it could be the fact they're going somewhere for Capernaum or somewhere further up in Galilee. We're, we're, yeah, we, don't, just, we just follow the facts. Or they could be going to Cana. And he could be in, going back for the wedding. We could be going for the wedding. <laughs> Jesus and his disciples were also invited to the wedding. Mm. Ah, so they know about Jesus' disciples. When the wine ran out, so we have that story. I'm not going to go into that. That's that's a little... You can read that. Just isolate it. All right? And um, that's a great one to do as a... Don't think about anything else. Just read this story. Mm-hmm. Don't read anything else into it. What do you discover about Jesus? Oh, it, you know, it, it's one of those ones... The picture... And if you, like I'm saying, don't be too concerned. If you get something, you know, oh, that's really 
radical and let it stir you. And then you have another story and another, and they all sort of work together. Mm. So you've got to dig into that to fill up the detail. Mm. Otherwise, all right? So this is a good one to do it. Mm. Um, because, and it was, why, John, can I just say this? John did not mention many miracles. All right, you think, oh, he just talked about all of them. Now, Mark talked about lots and lots of miracles and everyone about miracles. John said at the end of, um, let's just show it so you can see it. Um, at the end of the writing, he said, um, there, are, there are many other things that Jesus did. Yeah. If every one of them were written down, I suppose the whole world could not be written for the books that would be written. He said, There's, I could have written a lot of stuff, mm. but he actually only wrote very few miracles mm. because to John, he picked significant miracles mm. that had a significant reason and impact. Mm. They, they, yeah. they, were, they were very influential miracles. Mm. Not just miracles he did. He wasn't, he wasn't just recording, oh, this person got his eyes healed, this person got, you know, he's, he was lame. He was like, oh, and this person did, you know, oh, it was great. Let's, let's, you know, sir, tell me about your miracle. Sir, you know, not that type of, he's like, this miracle change things this miracle really upset the pharisees mm. this this miracle was the reason that they changed the policy da, da, da. when when is it theorized or like presumed that the book of john was written in the life of, in the context of the life of john as well um i've heard about 60 65 ad as one date okay. um, they can't be sure because he doesn't put much context okay. they work on things like mentioning what when the temple was you know what? The temple was destroyed, so how they talk about the temple often tries to give them a clue. Yeah, was yeah. it post, pre, you know, things like yeah. that. Yeah. So they do use little internal yeah. um, triggers to sort of work out dates. Um, okay. But, you know, this is, you know, let, let's guess John. John was fairly young. He was a young disciple because he was, he was you know, one of the last yeah. ones left and he was old. The others had been killed and things like that too, which didn't help yeah. the life expectancy. Yeah. Um, but, you know, John was, John was apparently a young disciple. Mm. And so um, Jesus was 30 to 33 through his ministry time. Yeah. John might have been 21, you know, so he was like, yeah. you know, a little bit yeah. younger, younger than that. Um, I'm just so he, guessing. They're saying, saying he would have been about, like... It was, oh, he would have been 40. 45. 45 when he was okay. writing this, maybe. Okay. And, and then, you know... How much, like, things would have happened in terms of his life with, like, the church being... Because I was, like, I think it'd be yeah, interesting. What part of the book, book of Acts is happening and What's stuff Because like yeah. I was thinking it'd be interesting when you're saying there was, like, John didn't just pick miracles, but he picked miracles that were really specific about, like, this is things that changed. Yeah. How much, like, like, you think, okay, if, like, you, if I was to write a history book about something that happened in my life yeah. 15 years ago, how much of it would be affected by, like, I was like, oh, the things I learned 10 years ago. Yeah. It would be things I learned 10 years ago through the filter of what I'm thinking about and facing now. And it's like, yeah. oh, it'd be interesting to see how much of it would have to do with what he was facing in the church or what you're facing, like things yeah. like First John and stuff and the church being separated and whatnot, how much of it was like, these yeah. are the stories of Jesus that were really... Yeah. You, and to... you can do that. You can um, look, read First John, study that and, and sort of see the filter of things he was working through. The, the church gospel, he was the, face, yeah, the gospel, facing. He, he was not just writing the gospel as a record. No. Uh, here's my memoirs. No. It was... He was writing on a with a particular thing that he was trying to emphasize. Hello, Jesus. And, and um, in in the in the Gospels, we've got Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They're known as the Synoptic Gospels. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, good. Um, okay. Is that readable? Yep. Okay. Synop. Okay. The three. So that's that's Matthew, Mark. Luke. Okay. All right. The reason for that is the word sin um, 
or soon. S-Y-N. S-Y-N or S-U-N, soon. It means together. Okay, so it's the Greek word that we you know, put that in front means to do something together. Yep. Um, it, there's a word that's synergo, uh, ergo means to work. Mm. You put sin in front and we get our synergy. word synergy mm. to working together. Yeah. All right. Optic, um, can you think of what that? The view. Yeah. yeah, to do with your optics, to do with yeah. the way yeah. you view things. So it's it, they, they view things in a similar way. Mm. Matthew, Mark, and Luke have a similar view of okay. of the life of Jesus. Even though they record different things, they got they they're not exactly the same. No. Mm. Um, in fact, if you go on that web page, breakthrough.org, you know where I showed you, there's actually a thing in there about the synoptic gospel about the synoptic gospels. You can go in there and and you know, there's a page that breaks it down. Why how they're the same, but how they're different. You know, mm. they had different approach. They didn't do things, yeah. but they were sort of. Yeah. Then you got John, just. Comes in, and you know sometimes like, John's in his own world. Yes. <laughs> but I thought so. I always thought you know they, they talk about John and the eagle. You know the the, mm. um, the eagle of Patmos. I heard yeah. you know movie last night. Yeah. The eagle of Patmos. John the apostle. He's you know he's he's up there. He's he's looking like the from the eagle's perspective. Mm. You know he's he's got this big heavenly sort of view. But he's also very um, mm. insightful. Mm. Yeah. And his perspective. So it's a great one to study because he, he's, like you said, you, you're sort of trying to fit history and you're trying to fit it. And then John comes along and he looks at it all a different. And yeah. so it adds so much more because he's looking from mm. a, a different sort of perspective, but he's mm. looking very particular. So he shares miracles that are significant. Yeah. And it's so, so it's really interesting reading um you know, through that. So he does this miracle of the, uh, the wine. And he said, uh, um, he said, did this as the first of his miraculous signs. Mm. This is where it all started. Mm. So it's significant because something shifts here. Yeah. You know, because you know, remember, he revealed his glory. Well, remember, yeah. And, and remember his mother came to him and said, you know, hey, we need help. And he says, mom, it's not my time. You know, what are you doing? Just do then, whatever he says. And then he does a miracle. Yeah. Um, he revealed he, the first of his miraculous signs. In this way, he revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. So mm. this this was a turning. You've got to recognize mm. what, what, what disciples have we followed? They they were down with John. They're not from this area. They're from Bethes- Bethesda. They're not from his town. Mm. Now they're following him. You're still you know half a day, three quarters of a day, maybe a day's journey from your hometown. Yeah. All right. So this is not. You're from Sydney. He's from Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And you followed in the Melbourne, yeah. Okay. And who have we seen? We got um, the who the um, Peter and and Simon, Peter, Andrew, and and, si- and Andrew and um, Philip, 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 and yeah. and uh, Nathaniel. Yeah. yeah. All right. No miracles yet. Yeah. Some people say oh, I would have followed Jesus. So I saw the miracles. No miracles yet. Yeah. They're following him because based what on what they said. What John the Baptist has said about him mm. said that's the Lamb of God, that's the um, yeah. and because they were the only ones disciples of John. And remember, Nathaniel, and he said, you know, I, I saw you under the tree. He goes, wow. He goes, wow. You're easy to, you're easy, to, you're, you're easy to convince. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to see a lot more. But you haven't seen anything yet. Yeah. So the others, they follow. They go up. The, they follow him, and suddenly he does a miracle. They're like. He does miracles too. <laughs> That's it. Bonus. <laughs> mm. Wow. What is this guy? He's doing miracles. Mm. All right. So, um, so after this, he went down to 
Capernaum with his mother and brothers and his disciples, and they stayed there a few days. So where's he gone to? Notice down. Um, Capernaum. Yeah, so it's... Stop moving it when my finger's on it. (laughs) (laughs) Capernaum. So they're in Cana. Here's from Nazareth. Mm -hmm. Cana, and they've gone down to Capernaum. So just... Up, down, don't worry, don't... don't up, down, is, don't down is away from Jerusalem, up is towards Jerusalem. And, well, and, and this means that they went towards... Something. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so they're now at Capernaum. Mm. All right. Um, and um, verse 13. <laughs> the Jewish feast of Passover was near. So Jewish. Jesus went up to Jerusalem. <laughs> Wow. So they've gone to Capernaum. Now we're going up to Jerusalem. And um, oh, wow. that's another three days. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And you know, there might be days in between this, all right? So you don't, don't just sort of say, oh, next day. It was like. I gather uh, they would have rested their feet or, or donkeys well, at we, some we point. Could have, can I just say, you, 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 you can't. Uh, John is just picking highlight things. He's not really trying to be totally. Yeah fill in all the gaps it's not his purpose no. so he doesn't tell you what they did and how long they're in Capernaum no. he's not, that's not his aim he says now that when the feast of Passover was near so they went so this gives them Jerusalem when they get up there Jesus turns the, um, the temple everything over and um, his disciples remember that it was written zeal for your house will devour me um, then the Jewish leaders responded, you know, because he's turned everything upside down. Mm-hmm. What sign can you show us since you're doing these things? He said, destroy this temple, and in three days I'll raise it up again. Now, I, look at this through the eyes of the new disciples. Mm. We're with John the Baptist. We're really hungry for that. Mm. And, and suddenly he says, this is the Messiah. This is the Lamb of God. Mm. Nathaniel's the, Nathaniel gets the word. Wow, this guy really knows. We follow him. We go there. He does this thing. He multiplies this. He makes water out of wine. Yeah. Like, we're up at Capernaum. We're going back down the feast. We come down the feast. We're following. We're in. We're in. Yeah. He gets down there and he ro- destroys the temple. Mm. <laughs> Can I say? What have we done? Yeah, yeah. What have we followed? You've got to sort of see, they weren't against the temple. This was yeah. not like, this was not like, oh, we're going to, we're going yeah. to um, rebuild the temple. You know, we, we're going to pull down the whole the Jewish remember mm. Peter even after Jesus was resurrected even after he had all the word he was still following yeah. the, the traditions he really believed in the, the Jewish Tradition. traditions he re- yeah. it was like that was the, the that was the way to god mm. so the the temple was um the te- the temple was sacrosanct mm. yeah. literally holy like the untouchable you know you go mm. there you do what they say and the Pharisees and the priests they're the they're the they're the, mm. they're the ones that tell us how to do this they follow their their Messiah in, and it's like, and also you've got to realize you've got to look through a little bit of the filter. They're expecting the Messiah to rise up and lead them in and become a, a, a military leader. Overthrow. It's the second David. Yeah. All right. They're overthrow actually expecting the he's the son of David. He's going to help them overthrow the, the Romans. We're and re- get, restore to, yeah, to, to the glory days of David and Solomon. That's what they're looking for: a restoration to the days of Solomon. Here on earth, through the Messiah, who's going to come in with a sword and, you know, but there's other parts where you know, geez, Isaiah talks about this suffering servant, and like, ah, don't really get that part of the servant. Mm. You know, the servant's the strong one. What's he doing suffering? You know what I mean? Anyway, they haven't really got that revelation yet. Mm-hmm. They go down. They're thinking, oh, this is it. This is it. Passover. Good time to sort of, you know, everybody, 
two arms, you know? Yes. And, and they're like, we're in early. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're in early. Because remember they, another part they were arguing, you know, when you, when you come into your kingdom, can I be on your right? Yeah. They're, 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 Sons of thunder. They're thinking, we, we get in here early. You guys, are, you Johnny come lately's, you know, we, we, we were right there. Mm. You know, we've been following him. We're the disciples. He goes in there and he pulls the temple apart and gets them all upset. And like, Who's he? <laughs> what are we doing? And then they say, oh, what, what's, you know, and then, then, then they're with the scripture. Oh, zeal for his house will devour me. And, um, and why are you doing these things? He says, destroy this temple and three days I'll rise it up again. And they're like, what's he saying? Can you know mm. He didn't say. Crazy talk. Then the Jewish leader said to him, oh, this, this has been 46 years. You're going to do it in three days. Uh, but, you know, John, uh, just to let you know, he was actually speaking about his body. Yeah. <laughs> I worked, we worked that out later. Yeah. Um, so after he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered. <laughs> and they said, and they believed the scripture. And they say, oh, yeah. uh, after he was raised from the dead, that's what he was talking about. <laughs> but can you see how confusing yeah. it all is for them? He's not behaving like I expect. Uh, other John also just like, it's like, I know this isn't like, like, this one thing I have to do, like, because, like, I don't, I'm not someone, like, reading isn't, like, yeah. what I do naturally, so particularly not, like, historic yeah. books or yeah. things like that. If I do read, it's in the form of a novel. So I, and I'll read mystery novels yeah. and things like that. Like, that's, that will be my, other than the Bible, that is the, like, that's my reading, what I'll do, if I do read at all, something, mm. because yeah. isn't that common? But, like, I do read, and I've done a lot of writing, yeah. and it's like, like, that... John breaks every law of writing. Right? It's like, it's like, oh, you know, this thing that happens in chapter twenty-one. Well, here's what happens in chapter. It's, just like, it's like, I know it's like, it's like he just like breaks any law of like let's follow, uh, follow, you know, uh, historic times. Like, oh, that thing that happens right at the end of the book I'm writing. Yeah, like, this is what this is what he meant by it. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you what he does, but just you know, when <laughs> he does it, this is what he up. This is what we work out later. This is what we worked out later. It's like that just breaks every law of like this yes. thing they haven't read so, yet. This is what it means. <laughs> So Jesus knows what is in man. He has a thing there. Um, uh, so while Jesus was in Jerusalem at the feast, many people believed in his name because they saw miraculous signs he was doing. So what signs? John's like, oh, I did I not mention that? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so he started, skip to the part again. Yeah, skip to the part. You, you sort of catch up. Mm. You'll follow. Oh, okay. Um, but Jesus did not entrust. You. He said, oh, you know, I know what you're like. You, know, you, you say you, yeah. you're excited because I'm doing these signs. Um, now, a certain man, a Pharisee named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council, so well, he comes to Jesus at night. With the Sylvian Jerusalem. Yeah, well, we, we're going to assume if you haven't switched. And also, and so I, it is assumption sometimes. I was going to say also, like, Jewish ruling council, I'm going to yeah. guess that would be from yeah. Jerusalem, yeah. sort of thing. So here's we get some amazing teaching. You know, born, you, know you must be born again. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> what does that mean? Um, uh, I feel like it's so interesting as well as like just thinking then like what I was saying about how John spoke about Jesus's like resurrection and stuff before it even happened yeah. it's like because it talks all about you know John is the um, yeah. the one who Jesus loved and how close John and Jesus yeah. were is. in their relationship yeah. it's like <laughs> Jesus had a very similar teaching style to John yeah you know Jesus yeah. talking like oh you must be born again 
Jesus didn't do that knowing I'm going to a cross, I'm going to die, and I'll be raised again. And yeah. people destroy this temple destroy and I'll build up in three days. Jesus. He doesn't explain himself. Jesus knows what he's talking about. He's like, you'll figure it out in three years when I get, when well, I die. It's almost it, it, he. Mm. All, yeah, it is. It's he's like he, confusing those. He's confusing those but he, that are against and it's him. Like, I'll yeah. speak. He's like, I'll, but I in doing so, I think he was confusing those that were trying also. Yeah, it's like, but he was like, you'll sort he's it like, out. You'll figure it out when yeah. I. It's like, he's like, you must be born again. Yeah. What is that? Well, Jesus well, knows. It's like, it's like John speaking in these things. It's like, like what is it? Oh, uh, I know. It's like you'll figure, you'll figure it out in due time. Just hold now, on. Can can I say? It, it, mm. it, the, the, but you can tell, like, yeah. like I wonder how much of John's teaching was formed by sitting next to Jesus and being the one, so close to Jesus. Is I feel like. I feel like if Jesus was to write a gospel, yeah. it would read more like John's than it would Matthew, Mark, or Luke's. So John takes all this time with his teaching; mm. it's built, uh, un- unpacks yeah. it because it's significant. Yeah. To you know, so we stop and we just unpack all this teaching, mm. and we get such rich teaching there. I'm not going to dive into it. You know, the, the word mm. again um, and from above. Mm. It's the same word. It means. Um, uh, okay, if I said. We're doing a song. Yeah. Let's take it from the top. Yeah. Okay. Let's top again. Let's start again. Let's start again. Take it from the top. <clears throat> yeah. Well, let's go above and come down. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that concept with take it from the top is the Greek word. Mm. Okay. It can mean take it from the top, top or, or repeat. Yeah. So he says, you must be born from the top. And he goes, how can I do this again? So he takes this. He takes one meaning, yeah, and and whereas Jesus is most likely referring to the other meaning. Mm. So when said Jesus said you must be born again, that's not actually a good translation. It says you must be born from above, Mm. from the top. Which, but then, but if we say born from above, Mm. and he says, but how can I be born again? You say, well, why was why was Nicodemus saying again when Jesus said it's because. In the, the Greek, it's the same word. Yeah. yeah. It's just how you... Uh, it. All right. Really interesting. Um, so, God, you know, lo- beautiful verses here. God so loved the world. Mm. Uh, God not, did not send his world, son into the world to condemn the world. All these amazing teaching mm. that he did. He did. Um, John the Baptist exalts Jesus. After this, Jesus' disciples came into the Judean territory. And there he spent time with them and, he, and was baptizing. This is where we come back to Jesus was baptizing, baptizing yeah. the Judean area. John was baptizing at Aeon near Salim. There are the two that weren't on the map. We don't know where that was. Da 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 da. Baptizing, and then the Pharisees come. Chapter four. Now, when Jesus knew the Pharisees had heard, <laughs> they're going to get involved. He says um, he left Judea and set out once more for Galilee. So we're going back. So again, that would be. So they're over where, here. Where they're over here somewhere, and now they're going to head back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, but listen to the way it talks about it. Um, but he had, but he had to pass through Samaria. Mm-hmm. Had to pass through Samaria. Now you can, you can, people um, um, take that he had to. He was being compelled to. You know, yeah. God was telling him to pass. Or, and he had. To, if you're going to go up to Galilee, you're mm. going to have to go through Samaria. <laughs> mm. I'm sorry, you're going to have to go past the sewage plant. On the, I'm going to give you instructions yeah. how to get there, but you're going to have to go past where yeah. you know where the sewage plant is. So you know, while, while you've ever been given instructions, you're going to have to go through, wind up your windows, and don't yeah. stop. You know, it stinks yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Or it's a bit dangerous. You know. You're going to have to go through a rough part of the city. Mm. Don't stop. Yep. Um, you know, I, I was driving with a guy in in a car once in another city, in another country, and um, it was his hometown, home city. And he was trying to get us somewhere, and he was a bit lost. 
And he suddenly said, wind up your windows, don't look sideways, we're in the wrong part of town. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a very interesting few minutes while he tried to work his way out. Mm. We'd gone into the wrong part of town. Mm. So if he said, oh, we have to go here, but in order to get there, we're going to have to go through. Mm. So that's sort of a little bit how they, they viewed Samaria. Mm. Yeah. Huh. I don't mind Galilee, but you've got to go through Samaria to get there. Yeah. And so he can so they had to pass through Samaria. So I'm guessing that's the way you, that's the way it was viewed. Yeah, got to go through. Other people say he was compelled. We must go through. You know, rather than go around, we we, we must go through because there's something for God mm. for us to do. Um, you know, take it either way. Probably both sort of a bit applicable. Um, he came to Samaritan town. Now you sort of say you know um, called Sychar near the plot of land that Jacob had given his son Joseph. Okay, so that's why this one here. So I'm not sure that they're exactly sure, but mm. they've, they've put a dot on the map. Yeah. yeah, so they must be reasonably sure. Um, so this is where they get to. Woman, amazing story again. Woman, yeah. um, Samaria, Samaritans were, um, you know, significant. They they were Jews, but not really Jews. They were mixed. They were mixed when um, when Drew, uh, when Israel um, was under the captivity of the Assyrians. The Assyrians had a a way of trying to control and look after their uh, the places that they were under, under their you know, subjection, and um, they would send people from other places there because it's like if we put all the people of the same kind together, they're more likely to rally together and rebel. Mm. But if we sort of make a mixture, you, you're sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of, I, I don't really like my neighbours, and I, you know, and I mm. certainly don't like the, you know, the people down the road because they're from such and such, and mm. they, they. You know, I remember, you know, 50 years ago, they attacked and killed my uncle's yeah. farm. So I don't like them at all. And mm-hmm. I don't like them. And we put them all together. So we're all like, we're all disgruntled. And, but you put them together. But what happened is they were there and they began to mix. And people began to intermarry. And they began to say, oh, you know, we, you know the idolatry came in, but also a bit of Jewish came in. Mm-hmm. So there was a mixture. And these people started to say, oh, we'll serve God and we'll, mm. we'll follow God. And we're here in Israel and we're sort of, you know, we're Israelites. But the true Jews... In Jerusalem, like you're not Jews, mm. you're not true followers. We do it here. We have our temple. They said, well, "We'll build our own temple." You know, so they, they mm. sort of, so they're, they're they're trying to serve God, but the, the real Jews mm. wouldn't have anything to do with them. And you sort of see that in um, in um, Jacob's well was there, so he sat down. Samaritan woman came to draw water, and, he's, and he talks to her, which he's like, "Whoa, you're talking to me, a woman, mm. and I'm a Samaritan." Now, remember, Jesus is not just a, a Jew. He's actually a rabbi. Remember, yeah. he's, he's yeah. a rabbi here. He, he, he's walking and, and talking, and, and he goes into synagogues, and he, and he does the sermon. He's a preacher. He's not just any Jew. And she's like, Your rabbis do not talk to us. Um, so he deals with that, and they have revival. Long chapter. Again, long chapter of, of um, teaching from Nicodemus. Long chapter. John dives into the things which he says are significant. What... You know, this is very significant mm. in a way of treating this. Um, and many Samaritans believed. So when they came in, they again asked him to stay with them. He stayed two days. And a whole lot more believed. And then he departed from there to Galilee. Mm. Keep going. Yep. Um, and for Jesus himself had testified that a prophet has no honor in his own country. So when he came to Galilee, so like, <laughs> pardon, <laughs> John, you've done it again. What, what are we talking about? So I forgot to tell you. <laughs> I just, just, I, I forgot to sort of 
what I, and let's try and work out what he's saying here. Yeah. Verse 45. When he came to Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him because they'd seen all the things he'd done in Jerusalem at the feast. So all the, because remember, they, a whole lot of Galileans come down for the feast. Mm. They'd seen the stuff he'd done, miracles and things mm. like that. Obviously, they don't talk about what the miracles were, but mm. miracles are happening. And they say, they like, yes. But the Pharisees, mm. not so convinced. Mm. Jesus comes up through Samaria and um, he said, a prophet has no honor in his own town because all the things he'd done in Jerusalem, in other words, the Galileans had welcomed him. Yeah. But the, the Judeans had rejected, were, were you know, rejecting mm. him. So he's going back to Galilee, not just because that's his hometown, but that's where he's getting a warm reception. Mm. So it's all starting to happen. They've got, gets the cold shoulder. He's not, re, well, not wanted. So he goes back up to Galilee. So when he came to again to Cana, where he had made the water and wine, he said, oh, just in case you don't remember, John, John throws these little things in. Thanks, John. In Capernaum, there was a certain royal official whose son was sick. Okay, how far is Capernaum from Cana? We can zoom in a little bit in Galilee. Cana, Capernaum. 15Ks, I reckon. Mm. Decent walk. Decent walk, yeah. yeah Quite that's... a long way. It's it's not half a day. Yeah, three, you know, two thirds of a day. Yeah, it's 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 um, yeah, half a day maybe. Yeah, twenty. I, I, That'd be about three, be, four nice hours. Be able to just go. Someone can maybe. That'd be about. Someone, that. someone, look up for me. Um, don't you Google it? Oh no, let, let them do it on there. Okay, because we don't need it. How far from? That, I can be that. I'm gonna guess. Because you get can get action. Be beauty of the world today. You can go on Apple Maps yeah. or your Google Maps. Yeah. And actually say, I want to drive. Well, you can actually say, I want to walk from Cana to Capernaum. And it'll tell you using modern roads what the distance is. Yeah. So it's nice. I'm going to say 18 Ks. All right. Okay. Josh, Josh you're going to lock in? Look, I'll go. I'll go 21. I was going to say 21. What are you, what are you going to <laughs> so I'm going 20. I, said, I was going to say 21, but. I'll go 18. All right. So that's we're, we're getting sidetracked. Um, there, was a, there was a certain royal official whose son was sick yep. in Capernaum. He's heard the stories about Jesus. It's starting yeah. to spread. How did he hear? People have come back from the feast. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was at the feast. Maybe he didn't mm. go to the feast because his son was sick. Maybe he came back from the feast, discovered his son was sick. Mm. And he's heard that Jesus is... Back in back, Galilee. Yeah. Back in Galilee. I'm going to go get him. So when he heard that... Oh, when he heard that Jesus had come back from Judea to Galilee, <laughs> he went to him mm. and begged him to come down and heal his son who was about to die. Mm. Come, come with me. Come. Yeah. My, my son's in Canberra. Mm. Walk I, I've I've driven down from Canberra. Pick you up. And I'm here. I, I turn up at Sunday because I've heard you're back at church. Mm -hmm. And they say, "Come with me to Canberra." Twenty miles from Cana to Kibble. Twenty miles. So, so about, about thirty, 30 k's. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's a long, long walk. That's, that's even longer. A six, seven hour walk. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, baby Canberra's from another bad example. Yeah. Come to Canberra and pray for my son. Mm. Okay, that's a that's quite a request, isn't it? Yeah. Come to Canberra yeah. and pray for my son. Mm. So what does Jesus do? And come before he dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In other words, we got to go quick. Mm. You know, we, he's in frantic. It's taken him. Almost a day. A day to get there. Yeah. Yeah. 
he is concerned his son could be dead yeah. by the time already. Mm. Doesn't know. No mobiles. No way of knowing. Yeah. He's 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 he got an urgency. Mm. Jesus, Tom, go home. Mm. Your son will live. <laughs> it's an interesting. She said, "I don't need to go. Just go home. Just go home." Mm. The man believed the word. What what faith is there to be able to say? Because if, if I go home and he's not well, mm. I've got to come back to tell you it hasn't worked and get you to come back. Mm. Three days, possibly. Mm. Yeah. You know, this, this is not... When he turned around to go home, mm. that's huge faith to leave Jesus there. Mm. He took and Jesus it, at his word. It's so interesting as well. Like, I, I find, again, one of the things, thinking timeline-wise... And when you say like, how would people, how would you respond? It's like, yeah. oh, oh, it's easy for us to think like, oh, you know, like, well, we know Jesus can raise the dead. He's done it before. He spoke to the woman. Like, the the daughter of the official later. I was yeah. like, no, it's like, like at least one of the things like when he like there's miracles of Jesus raising people from the dead or things like that. It's like that happened after this. He hasn't actually seen that. He's just believing in what he's heard. Yeah. So it's like yeah. if Jesus told me now go home, I'll be like, okay, I can do it because I know even if I find them dead. Jesus has raised the dead. I've, yeah. I've seen. I've, I've, got, I've, I've seen. I've got confidence. I've got confidence in, in what he's done. It's like he hasn't even seen those. He hasn't seen. He it's like it's easy. He hasn't seen Jesus. To no, this he moment. hasn't seen Jesus yeah. to this moment. This he hasn't is all seen on word of mouth. Word of mouth and word of mouth of what he's heard of the prophecy of what Jesus will do. Not even well. What he's not even that. He's just heard that he's done miracles exactly. And he's like, well, mm. I need a miracle. I need yeah. to come. So he comes to Jesus. Exactly. Never met him before. Yeah. Got no context to say, you know. I've, I've learned, I've yeah. seen, I've seen your work, and Jesus said, "Go home. He's already well." Mm. Now, it, just try and imagine mm. you've driven down from Canberra. It's taking all day to get mm. here. I say, "Come, I really need you. I really, I'm desperate. This is yeah. dying. He's yeah. dying. He's in, you know, hospital last mm. moments. Come." Mm. And I say, oh, he's, "He's actually healed. Go back." Mm. To turn around and say, "Okay." I'm trusting you. I'm going to drive all the way back. You're not going to know whether that's mm. accurate until you get there. Mm. Yeah. You don't sort of say, oh, I think we should go together. Mm. <laughs> just yeah. in just case. In case. Yeah. I need you maybe to, to put the hands on and, and you know, it's mm. all very well. But it says he trusted him. What, something, that's faith. Mm. To that's turn true. around. Now, I always had read this story thinking he was just some other part of the town. Mm. He's, got to, you know, he's got to walk across back across the other side of town. I hadn't picked up really the, the distances. Yeah. 30 Ks. Mm. Mm. That's trust. Yeah. You know, that's not like, okay, I'll go two blocks and if he's not there, I'll be back again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You know, okay, I'll go. If I came from my home, you know, 10 minutes drive, and I say, you need to come home to get my son's needing prayer, and they say, he's already healed. Okay, I'll go back. Because I can go back and check. Mm. Yeah. And if he's not healed, I can come back. Yeah, he doesn't have that luxury. Yeah, he, I'm talking. That's two days. That could be too late. Mm. I so it's while he was on his, his, the man believed the word that Jesus spoke to him and set off from home. Mm. While he was on his way home, his way down, his slaves met him and told him the son was going to live. Mm. Something had and and it said so. He asked them the time when his condition began to improve, and they told him yesterday. At one o'clock in the afternoon, the fever left him. Yesterday, at one o'clock, mm-hmm. it's taken that long. They sent a messenger mm. at one o'clock, it, and he doesn't meet until at least twelve hours yeah. later. Mm. We Is meet. It, that's good. That's how long it's taken. Yeah. 
to to one message and him coming mm. back. It's interesting what it says here. The father said it was the very time Jesus had said to him, your son will live. That's so cool. Yeah. Mm. So at one o'clock, he said, go. Yeah. He doesn't find out till the next day and he's only halfway home. Mm. Yeah. And they meet him. Yeah. Mm. And he says, and they said, is that, is he said, when? He said, one o'clock. He said, that's the very time that he's told that's me. That's so cool. But that's long time of processing. Mm. Mm. Um, this is one of the reasons by becoming familiar um, mm. with the places means that we can understand mm. more of the what they were feeling, what they were doing, what was happening. Um, mm. Jesus, how did Jesus know? Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's, that's like, okay, I pray for you. I say, I, you know, if I see you healed, I, it's because I see you healed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and, I, and I often do that with people, you know. Like if you say, oh, I've, I, I, you know, I, I've, um, you know, I've broken my, you know, broke my foot. I can't mm. stand on it. Well, let's pray. Can you well, stand up? Put some weight on. Oh, I can. Walk. I, when you yeah. dance, I can say he's healed. Mm. Mm. This is Jesus without any being able to see it. Yeah. Knows in the spirit. And he said, oh. Now, if we say, so, oh, I could never do that. No, we can. Yes, we can. That's the normal way to do this. So that's it. That's the broken. That's it. Yeah, that's normal. That's normal for me to be able to hear and follow. How could Jesus do it? Well, he was God. He was Jesus. He was, no, he was Jesus. Just the he was an, you know, Jesus was all powerful. He was an, I'm not um, omniscient. He was yeah. omniscient. Knew all things. Yeah. But not when he was on earth. Mm. That was all part of the glory. Anything he knew about what was happening in a town 30 mm. k's away was simply because the Holy Spirit said, it's done. Mm. It's done yeah. he, he sensed it. Mm. Um, remember when Jesus was walking through the, um, the crowd of people mm. and the woman reached out and touched the hem of his garment. He said he felt healing power yeah. through him. Yeah. And he said, who touched me? In a very closed, yeah. crowded place. Yeah. I, I always thought the spiritual things were just unfeelable, almost like mm. that. You know, there's this world, and then there's the spiritual world. Mm. But I, I discovered that you know you can sense and be aware. And when you're sensing where your spirit, you can sense when things mm. happen. You can sense a shift. You can sense the glory come down. You can sense the presence of God. And I remember it was when Rodney Howard Brown first came through and he was praying, and, and people were laughing and falling mm. out, yeah. and you know, mm. thousands in a bit moving. And um, I went, we went over to Adelaide and we were part of that. And I came back, mm. something had shifted in me. Mm. You know, I was a very intellectual approach things, very um, mind driven. Mm. I, I loved the spirit, but my mind was, yeah. my, you know, my, I would trust my mind. So, so a story like this would just freak me out. Mm. The thought that you could, how can you know? You know, you, you, you know, that's why, you know, that's what where a bad says, what would Jesus do? <laughs> How do you say to someone who's asking you a prayer, they're healed, yeah. go away, go drive back. They've flown down, they've flown down to you from Brisbane. Yeah. Pray for my son. All right, I'm praying for him. He's healed. Go back. Yeah. How can I know that he's going to fly back and find that at that very moment yeah. he was healed, you know, without phones and all that. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I would freak out. 
because mm. my my head says there's no way I can do the calculations. Mm. There's no way I can I can understand the scriptures. There's no way I can say, well, this happened to Jesus, mm. but can I be confident that's happening here and now? Mm. That's spirit led, mm. and that's so. I came back from the Rodney Hebrew and something had happened. Something shifted. Mm. Whereas now my spirit was like, and I discovered I could sense and be aware of the Holy Spirit. And I was praying for people. And I, you know, you'd see people fall down, you know, pray for mm. people. And, I, and I'd seen it on TV. I remember mm. as a child seeing some man pray for someone and they'd fall down. Mm. And it was like, I was watching, it was like, my mouth was opener. Mm. What is this happening? Mm. You know? I've never seen anyone pray and them fall mm. down. I've never seen this sort of stuff. And um, so it was like, and then I see Rodney A. Brown and it's happening everywhere. And then I come back and I start praying for people and people start falling down. Mm. Now, when I looked at it, I just sort of imagined it just happened. But there came a point where it's like, I can tell about one or two seconds mm. before you fall mm. that the spirits hit you because I could sense it. I could be praying in some area. It's like, it's as real as if I feel a, 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 a weight or a blanket or a, you know, mm, a blanket. Yeah. Right, you know, some, I, I could feel yeah. the glory mm. dropping on you. And sure enough, mm. I wait about two seconds. And yeah. Pfft, yeah. All right? But I could sort of sense it coming mm. just moments before mm. I could see it. Mm. I'm like, gee, and that's that's why. So when I say Jesus felt power go through him, suddenly I felt that. Mm. I felt what it means a spiritual movement that is not physical, mm. but I have felt it, and mm. it's real, yeah. and it's tangible, mm. and I can say with confidence and boldness because of that. Mm. So, yeah, when Jesus prayed and he felt healing power, mm. now even it's going thirty kilometers. You know, it doesn't say, I, I don't know how Jesus knew. I'm just taking a guess here. Mm-hmm. Based on the fact that you know, he felt healing power go through him. He knew mm-hmm. someone had been healed. Yeah. He prayed and the guy, and he go, and he suddenly, he's aware. He's aware in the spirit. Healing is gone. So he says to the guy, he's gone. He's fine. Mm-hmm. He's not saying it out of faith. He's mm-hmm. saying it because he knows in the yeah. spirit by the heart. And that guy's like, I believe you. Mm-hmm. Turned around and drove and walked yeah. and back. Um, that's normal. It's normal for us to flow and minister yeah. in the Spirit to the way where we are sensitive. And you guys do it. You, you flow yeah. in the Spirit. You, mm. You're aware of the Spirit. You know, mm. like you, you're both actually really mm. powerful in moving in the Spirit. Um, you know, um, you, you do it more naturally than even I do it. Do mm. you know what I mean? And, you know, I've, it's something that I've had to really mm. wash my brain and, and let the Spirit grow because, you mm. know, that's... Um, but that's what Jesus wants us to be. That's what I'm saying. This by reading this story and seeing it in this context, get in the get get in the eyes of the Father. Mm. Get in the eyes of Jesus. He said, oh, I could never be Jesus. Don't ever say that. No. Yeah. That's get in good. the eyes of Jesus. So, okay, Jesus. How do how do I minister in these situations? Mm. Yeah. How how do I what Jesus? And ask the Holy Spirit. Give me some insight. What was Jesus going through? What was mm. he? How did he? How did he know? How, mm. how did? He, was it practical? Was it like I haven't got time? Mm. Mm. <laughs> you just asked me to take two days out of my yeah. uh, my next two days. Yeah. And um, sometimes it's like, yeah, well, you know, we just he had commitments. Commit. He might have had. Yeah. yeah. And and it's like, yeah, well, is that what I'm going to do? And Jesus has done that. People come to him and say, okay, let's go. Like um, the. the the father, the uh, the, the rule, um, Jairus. Mm. He said, "Come, come, to my you know my daughter's mm. sick," 
and um, he was trying to get there and the crowd was pressing in and he had to mm. press through and by the time he did that the yeah. servants came he was still yeah. there's another so Jesus went with him Jesus was going with him why didn't Jesus just say yeah she's fine just go back there's there's reasons and layers mm. and, and why didn't Jesus do it this way you know but, mm. um, that's why again it's that's the importance of that mosaic learning and just studying Jesus not and that imitating God not just I'm going to do what he does because Jesus contradicts himself with what he does. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to do what Jesus does. I want to learn to think how Jesus thinks. Or more importantly, follow the spirit the way Jesus followed the spirit. That's what I want to learn. Yeah. And you do that by just by being close to him and being in his presence and just continually exactly. studying him and exactly. studying him and studying exactly. him. You become more aware of how he thinks and how he does things. And that's, that's what that's what yeah. we want to do. You, I think that's a great point. It's not consistent. No, exactly. <laughs> There's no consistency to it. And so how do I know when which one to do? Mm. And that's if you're just mind-driven and just echoing, you're, you're lost. Yeah. But if you're getting into the heart of it and allowing the Spirit to teach you and train you, mm. then you're saying, okay, Holy Spirit, which, what, you know, how do I... And he said, just tell them this. Mm. You know, like we, and, and even at times, you know, when the, the, the Roman ruler said... I've sent, sent a delegation to say, come, tell Jesus, you know, my servant's coming. And they say, oh, I'll come. And he says, no, no, you don't need to come. Just, you, I, I know what to tell you. Just speak. Jesus like, wow, this is great faith. I don't even need to come. But he didn't need to come here. You know, how does it work? What, does he, what can he do? When, when, when has he released to do that? You know, yeah, that's awesome. I, and I think, just looking at this now, just now, this is what's coming to me. He was able to do this because of the Father's faith. When Jesus said he he's been healed, right? Now it sort of looks like back to front. We don't. But he knew that. Well, the, the faith. I see the father's faith in the fact that he turned around and went home. Yeah, mm-hmm. awesome. And it says he believed. You know, it just it's a simple, simple thing. He believed what Jesus yeah. said, mm-hmm. right? But I think that indicated the t- level of faith he had that probably released Jesus to be able to say, "Well, I only need to speak in this situation." Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah." That's good enough for me. Mm. You can meet them where they're at. That's that's yeah. good enough. That's, awesome. Yeah, that's good enough for me. I, I can walk. Yeah, you awesome. Know, you know, whereas some people, they come to you and you say, oh, okay, it's fine. And I, they look at you like, um, I'm not sure. Sorry, do, do you want to maybe come to the hospital so we can mm. go and check together? Yeah, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's not where their faith's at. Yeah. So there, there's a, you know, this father, that's mm. his faith. What was it when he looked at Jesus and Jesus said, he's right there. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going home. Awesome. That's just that's that's a great level. So look through the father's eyes. That sort of faith. Mm. Yeah. Look through the disciples' eyes, watching, learning. Mm-hmm. John sharing this story because it's significant. It was like it tells me something. Awesome. Okay. Um, and Jesus did this his second miraculous sign when he returned from Judea to Galilee. Why is it significant? He said it's the second thing he did when he went back. Mm. He did one thing up there, turned water into wine, which was sort of forced on him a bit early. Mm. He goes down to Jerusalem, does miracles, don't even know what they are. Yeah. But enough to cause a fuss and, yeah. a, and a reputation. He comes back up. He hasn't done miracles when he comes back till this moment. Mm. And then... Um, and it's like another thing he did in Galilee, you know. Mm. So these are that's like, John's like this is why it's significant. Mm. How big was what the father was pressing into? It wasn't as if he arrived in the middle of a miracle service. Mm. Mm. Does it make sense? You sort of think, oh, Jesus healing sick blind, come in, oh, my son's over there, amen. Go, you know. I, and I've seen them do that at a um, you know um, 
Who's the guy that um, goes to Eagle Mountain, wears the white suits? Um, Billy, Billy Burke. Burke. Billy Burke. Billy Burke. Right. Yeah, Billy Burke. He's in the middle of praying for people and someone comes with a phone and says, you know, can you pray for my uncle who's in another mm. city? And he says, great, you know, get them online, get, go and stand up, let's pray, and then, you know, release healing yeah. by mm. Disney. But it's in the context of all this stuff happening. Mm. <laughs> Here's another miracle. This guy didn't arrive and sort of, he, he's standing in line seeing mm. the lame guy get up and a blind eye has been opened. Mm. <laughs> oh, I want this miracle. Not that, that It indicates... Mm. This is his second miracle sign when he returned. Mm. Believing just based on... What, what was going in that guy's heart? So, awesome. Get, make that one of your mosaics. Mm. Dive in, think. Um, just dwell on it, become... And mm. say, this is how I do things. Mm. Yeah, awesome. This, yeah, is, this, this is what I do. This is, so me. This, is, this is reflecting me. And, um, and read through... And you can, you know, whether you're doing this gospel, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, whether you're doing the book of Acts, get your map out. And follow it. Yeah. You know, Book of Acts, you need another map because it <laughs> goes up and around. Thank God for the internet. There are this good quality maps, very easy. Yeah, okay. You know, and you can just use Google Maps and, and mm. Apple Maps now to get modern day things. Mm. But it's maybe an ancient map, you know, um, it helps. But follow them because it puts context in you. Mm. Not that you're just wanting to satisfy here, but it helps you to anchor and become immersed into what's really happening. Yeah, that's good. Because that's the important bit. That's what we're trying to do, is actually make these real decisions and real places and real things. You know, until I saw the distances, this this story did not have the relevance. Mm -hmm. I honestly thought he was just going back across the town and it was like... And I hadn't even really stopped to think one o'clock yesterday. Yeah. Hang on a sec, it doesn't take you that long. I'd read it, seen it, but it just hadn't sunk in because I hadn't taken the time to sort of mm. isolate you know to to say find out exactly what's saying so they're the sort of things you know and um mm. i've in that um i'm trying to see um let's see if in that map uh, in mm-hmm. here so i've got um a thing on nazareth read up about jesus village mm. All right, it's just a, I've taken it from some other places on the internet you know, mm. and, and just sort of combined. Um, how many people in, in, in Nazareth? Anyone guess? 12,000. 3,000. Have a look. 400 people. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Not that many. And how do they know? They, 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 they wells and homes. And, and it was mainly a spread out village because they, they look after their animals. It was a, it was a farming sort of village. Mm. Jesus grew up 400 people. Everyone knows everybody in the town of 400. Yeah. Uh, seriously, they do. Yeah. They grew up with Jesus. He went back to his hometown, went to the synagogue and preached. And they said, oh, didn't, isn't this Joseph's boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Found it difficult. 400 mm. people. All right. The nut, you know, got a bit of a reputation. Can they, don't, no one famous going to come. They're not going to come out of mm, a tiny town like that. Nothing. Little hillbilly country town. Mm, that's true. Nothings. Um, Capernaum, he goes and makes this bit, bit, bit like John. Capernaum becomes um, important. Mm-hmm. He moves his ministry headquarters to Capernaum. Mm-hmm. All right. How do you think the people of Nazareth felt when he moved to Capernaum? Mm. Capernaum, how big is that? It's a, about a thousand people. Mm. It's the big, it's the big town. <laughs> a little bigger. Yeah, he moved, moved forty k's over, thirty k's over to Capernaum. All right. How do you feel when you know Nazareth not good enough for you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> go to Capernaum. Um, 
you know, it, it's these are real places with real prejudices and real feelings and stuff yeah. like that. So look at yeah, it's Capernaum. And um, this is I got this map from a Jesus trail where you can actually walk there mm. today. Probably maybe one day do that and then um, you will appreciate what it meant. <laughs> mm. So a thousand to fifteen hundred people um, there. All right, so um, I encourage you go go and read those. You know, cool. just Nazareth, Capernaum. Um, I've got the the gospels here. Where I said the four gospels, what it means, why they get the phrase gospels, and what synoptic means. And so this is a few. Um, there's a chart borrowed from people who like to do charts. Um, <laughs> sort of trying to give an overview. You know, um, yeah, that's where you know. John, Book of John is the eagle, you know, but they say the lion, the bull, the man, taken from the Book of Revelation, where the four four faces, which one sort of relies. These aren't these are men's charts. I sometimes feel that things are wedged in a little bit more forcefully than they need to be. Yeah. But they do help you sort of put things in perspective: who it was writing to, where where they wrote them, who their audience was, and things like that. So. I've given that there. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, if you normally go to a normal Bible school on Jesus, that's the stuff that you'll study. Yeah. Um, I'm just giving it to you so you can go. I would certainly recommend Nazareth and Capernaum. You read those ones to give mm-hmm. you that background. Read the thing on the Gospels. It's not big. Um, all right. That's awesome. Um, so they're, they're resources you can use. That's fantastic. And, mm-hmm. and, get, and you know, like I said, the map, I just found that map on the internet. So you can find maps like that wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And that, that'll be help. Um Jay, why don't you pray for us? Awesome. Lord, I pray. I thank you, Lord, for this amazing, uh, you know, teaching mm-hmm. you've yeah. given us in in Breakthrough Academy, Lord. I thank you that this is world world class teaching on you on such important stuff about you, Lord. Learning about who you are, how you went about living your life here on Earth, Lord. And I thank you that we get to enjoy this here at Breakthrough every Friday, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity. We do not take it for granted, Lord. We thank you that you, you've given us pa- uh, Pastor Peter here to teach us and to train us and equip us so we can learn more mm. about you, Lord. Lord, Because ultimately that's what we're here to do mm. is to learn more about you, who you are, Lord, to become closer to you. And I thank you in this whole this whole process, Lord, as we continue to learn more about more about Jesus, what what made what made you so awesome, what, what ter- made you who you are, Lord. I thank you that may we become so close to you. I, I think yeah. you like like John... And how it's just so so obvious through his gospel how how close he was to you and how much he thought like you your his thoughts were like yours you know his teaching style was like yours he he was becoming more and more like you as he went on Lord I think that may we have that same approach Lord I want to become more like you mm. I want to teach more like you I want to see things like you saw them Lord I, I don't want to see things through the as Pastor said I don't want to see things through the eyes of oh yeah, the normal says this but then you say that I want to see what you say as the normal I want it to be so common in my my mind that what you say is just it's how I think I want to mm. learn to think like you think Lord I want to learn to see the world like you saw the world Lord not have to force it Lord and I think as we continue to just spend more and more time in your presence more and more time in your word Lord more and more time uh, studying you and becoming close to you Lord may you help us to see the world how you see the world to see things how you see them to hear about things in the same way and process things the same way you process them Lord in your name Amen. 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 Well, thank you, everybody. And um, we'll come next week and we will um, be studying Jesus. Possibly next week we'll look at 
um, you know, rather than the mosaic, we'll say, what are some of the big picture things we need to keep in mind mm, yeah, that awesome. Jesus was going through and facing? So awesome. that'll help frame it together. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, if you're just catching us in the end, this is Breakthrough Academy live from Melbourne, Australia uh, with C- our lead, lead pastor, Pastor Peter Lewis. My name is Jay. I'm here with Josh. And we've had an awesome time learning more about Jesus. If you're just catching us for the first time, Head to that link below, www.breakthrough.org.au forward slash academy. On there, there is tons of resources, not just these resources on the notes from this subject we're studying of Jesus, but also old series. We've done a series on how to read the Bible. We've done a series on covenant. We've done a series on healing. There's been a whole bunch of things we've studied. Go back, watch them, watch last week's message. If you just caught the end of this, go back and watch all of today's teachings. We'll be back here next Friday online, on YouTube and Facebook, or in person here at Breakthrough Church in Bayswater. But for now, adios, and we'll see you next week. Bless you, guys.